Hello, hello, welcome everybody to the Broken Campfire Podcast, your favorite multimedia podcast out there, and perhaps the only one I haven't checked. Uh, I'm your host, Andy, and I'm joined today by all the hosts, John Flash, Greg, and Vito. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Hello. Feels good to be back. Hello. Feels good that we could do this intro in one take. Yeah, absolutely. Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, super happy to have everybody here, of course. Uh, in this week between Christmas and New Year's, we are going to deliver an update on what we've done this last month. What video games and shows and such have we keeping our interest? And then we'll give you our annual five up, one down, where... We'll give you five recommendations from things that we enjoyed from current year 2023. And one thing maybe to avoid that wasn't to our tastes and might not be to yours. Blech. It's going to be a lot of arguing. It's going to be a lot of shouting. Um, some good content, you know. Real good content. But then at the end, That's we'll all sure. come together like a true family. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we'll, we'll see we'll about see. that. We'll right? See. We'll hold right, hands yeah. and walk into... The new year. Oh, I thought you were going to say walk into the ocean. I don't plan on going to the new year. Yes. John, I want I want to take this moment to congratulate you and myself yet again for being Kings of Keeley. Yeah, uh, you know, first time it happens, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, yeah, second, I, I, I've been living large, man. Like Second time it happens, you know, still pretty cool, but, you know, we're on number three now, so it's like... Uh, it's bit old cool, hat. But, you know, it just, feel, it just feels so nice to, to have I something. Just, uh, that, fuck you. <laughs> I'm too good, you know. It just feels so nice to have something my friends want. And I also get to share it with a friend. I don't even care. I don't I get the best of those it. worlds. Oh, it's okay. so filthy and greased it? up All at right. this point that I don't even. Um, Don't forget to follow us. Uh, specifically on our YouTube page where we always have a good... Uh, Steady supply of content curated by our producer Flash. Thank you for your thankless work. YouTube.com slash broken campfire. We also have an email you can contact us, broken campfire at gmail.com. Without further ado, we're going to get into some roundtables. We're going to, you know, hey, it's been a while since we did this. We can go as long or as little as we want. So let's just try to hit, you know, our favorite things maybe from the month so far or things that are interesting us really interesting to us right now um i can go first please do i want everybody else ruminate on that not a huge Um, fan but all right okay kind of rude we'll be a family by the end uh let's just go you know most recent um we played a little bit of ready or not 1.0 but just came out December 17th. Um, a little bit different. There's not variance for each mission anymore. This needs to be locked in. Um, but uh, what do we think? I was having fun. I had a blast. Yeah, I thought it was... Uh, yeah, it was cool. I had liked, fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, all, we, there was, we, we played like, I don't know, five maps. I tried to pick ones that we hadn't played before. Yeah. Um and the maps are all sick and you know, looking at the map list, there was another ten maps there. So I like that there's a lot of content there. Um Yeah, I mean the missions we were mainly doing were 
uh, I don't know, I don't know what you call it, but we'd go in and save some hostages and kill some barricaded suspects. I think is the type. That's yeah, barricaded suspects. So we didn't do any like. I remember we liked uh, the bomb mode a lot in the uh, before the 1.0. That was a lot of fun. So I do miss that, like being able to change the mode to one of those other game modes. Um, but maybe it just wasn't viable with the amount of maps they had to make all the game modes work. But it's cool. There's I wouldn't be surprised of- if that's like seasonal content. Like, like they, they got to do something rotate in and out. You know what I mean? Maybe they'll rotate certain variants in and out. Right, right. Um, There's a ton of weaponry. It's very fun customizing uh, our loadouts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of content there. Uh, I thought it was good. I definitely would play some more with you guys. 1.0 added a, an entire whole single-player commander mode. Uh, I haven't engaged with that at all, but um, I'm hearing some buzz about that. People are enjoying it. When you say um, commander... You command NPCs or something? Yeah. So it's like, uh, I think it's, you know, like XCOM games have like survivability mechanics in between missions where like certain officers will get like wounded or like they'll get like mental trauma right. and you got to like tend to that. And then I think there might be like upgrade paths. I think, I think Ready or Not has added that as well with their AI and a persistent campaign type thing with like structured missions. Um, I kind of want to check that out, even though like all my fun this. And this game so far has been multiplayer. And I wouldn't be surprised if that just remains to be the case, but kind of interesting. Um, they put a lot of effort into like trying to make this the new swap for. So far, you know, we've only played it a few hours. Like Maybe we're too surface to see if there's any imperfections there, but I- I'm really enjoying it. So you guys would say it's ready? I'm not. Ready. not. It's ready. It's not. Or not. I'd give it really it depends. If you like SWAT 4, if you like the idea of that, if you have a, a a group of friends who are interested in paying the dollar, I think it is like 30 or 40 bucks, if I recall. I'd yeah. be wrong. Um, it, it's not something I would jump into unless you like can check all those boxes. Uh, but I, w- I would recommend it. Or if you really like authoritarianism. Right, if you're like super big in the authoritarianism being a cop right you could you could do it in that case as well um there's a lot of buzz about on wake this month i'll wait some of you guys who have actually played on wake to speak to that i have not but i'm hopping in on the train i purchased alan wake 2 uh, when it came with alan wake remaster uh, i also purchased control all of that together was like 40 bucks by the way, great value. Uh, control with all the DLC. And then Alan Wake 2 and Alan Wake Remaster. Yeah. Uh, but mostly I wanted to talk about Alan Wake Remaster. I think Flask, you've previously talked about this game before. I'm sorry, I but I can't remember your commentary on it. So this might be a little bit of a retread, but I, okay. I'm, I'm mostly enjoying it. Um, I think that, like, I'm remembering the story more as I go through it. And it's, like, making it almost harder to, like, plod my way through to the ending. But I really appreciate actually how the remaster freshened up the combat. Um, definitely like smarter gunplay. Things feel snappier than I remember. Uh, feel a bit more fluid, but it's ultimately still like just not all that exciting and kind of annoying when it's not 
like when it's challenging it's 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 mostly a little bit of annoying you know what i mean dealing with mm. like the light stuff doing like just shit coming at you there's a dodge mechanic in the game that if it was like if it was like a FromSoft dodge mechanic type thing, like that timing, you know, and obviously I'm not asking Alan Wake to do that. That's ridiculous. I'm just saying if it was, that would probably like really improve the combat. But as it is, like the timing on it is really weird and unpredictable. And like the hits are so like big, it's better to just keep running if you're going to run rather than dodge attack. It's funny you say that because I think the main, I feel like the main mechanic they improved in the sequel or in the next games they made were dodging moving quickly (laughs) through the area yeah yeah i think i think they do like yeah i mean this is a remaster of the 360 game like they're not gonna like totally like remake overhaul it yeah yeah but like it is cool to see how far they go from that to making control which has both a really cool sci-fi horror story but also just really awesome gameplay yes um yeah, I enjoyed I'm, the gameplay and control a lot. I mean, I, I could see thinking it's a little tedious because it is a lot of, like, samey rooms and enemies, but where it goes towards the end of the game where you're just, like, a full-on, like, telekinetic god is really fucking cool. Um, it just never stopped being fun throwing, like, yeah. throwing mind shit at people. You know what I mean? Uh, at least not for me. Um... But yeah, I, I'm I'm on the last episode of Alan Wake now, still enjoying it. It's funny how much the story is like just Twin Peaks with Stephen King injected into it a little bit. Like, uh-huh. uh, I was joking about it that kind of the whole story is about Alan Wake being under pressure to keep writing a story, so he has to just come up with the first idea that comes to his brain. So he just starts like writing like TV shows that he's seen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's just recalling Twin Peaks, but maybe he doesn't know it, though. Yeah, I mean, that, that's basically what it feels like. Yeah. So you can kind of, like, excuse, like, how sh- how schlocky I, it is, I guess. But um, that aspect has been really fun because when I first played the game, I had not seen or heard of Twin Peaks, probably. And I, like, totally Same. lost on all those references. So, like, it, it's, it really is, like, reading the game in a new light. Um, yeah. It's like the closest you'll get to playing like a cool Twin Peaks game other than uh, that other one, that shitty one. Um, Deadly Premonition. Deadly Premonition. And, you know, I I think a lot of the story in Alan Wake 1 that you're referring to, I I think that's the basis of Alan Wake 2, a lot of it. Um, That gets kind of retreaded. Uh, I don't remember Alan Wake 1 so much. But it is like, if you think Alan Wake 1 is Twin Peaks, Alan, Alan Wake 2 is so Twin Peaks. It's like, I'm like rolling my eyes, honestly, a lot of the time. It's like insane um, how they got away with this. But, but yeah. But it's cool. Like, I, agree. I, 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 I think it's cool because I like Twin Peaks. So it's, it's, yeah. it's neat. Uh, I, I intend to finish the remaster, then play off control, and then play Alan Wake 2. Don't forget, um, you have the two DLCs if you. Uh, I do, have yes. Remastered. Yes. Oh, for sure. I, I and they are an that. epilogue. Yeah. Um, fortunately for me, because I got them for free, I guess I was probably annoyed about it back in the day when I did buy those and, and play them with the arcade. Um, mm-hmm. They're 
I, I read it in total like an hour and a half long to play through. Like apparently pretty bite-sized bits of content. So I'm I'm, I'm happy to just slot that in before I jump into control. The man, I'm really looking forward to control. That's like kind of like the feeling I have right now. Like really looking forward to playing control and being able to like have real gameplay again. Didn't you? start playing replaying that at some point did you never get very far i did i did but i kind of like petered out of it okay i I was doing other things but but with this like with alan wake 2 lined up you got the proper like progression to go exactly you just like to get into it and i always wanted to replay that game because i really like yes but also i hadn't played any of the dlc and now i own all that um yeah looking forward to it alan wake what else are we doing this month? Uh, there's a couple things that I'll leave for you guys to talk about. I'm sure we'll get to it. I'm sure we'll get to it. I started Gotham Knights with Kurt. Um, <laughs> that game is is kind of fun. I'm kind of liking it. I'm not going to lie. It's a fun uh, co-op adventure. Uh, it's maybe a little too simple right now for me. Like, the just... The, the the combos and stuff are, are really easy to pull off. I think that I'm recalling my gamer brain. That was probably like the main criticism of the game too. But maybe it opens up more as I get more stuff. Um, it's kind of an interesting little game that feels structured like a games as a service game that isn't. I don't think. Pretty sure it was just a a game. Um, Wasn't there something about that at one point? Maybe there was. I can't remember, but nowadays it's fun. I started playing as Barbara Gordon, and I'm not going to lie, not going to try to throw shade on the voice actress, but her voice actress was like so bad. I could not stand in cutscenes, so I swapped off of her. That was what it was. Oh my God, wow. (laughs) Well, there's like like four available characters, and there's like this character annoys me, even though I kind of like the combat, the gameplay. I'll just try a different character. Damn. So who's your uh, who's your final character? Who's your uh, uh God, blue guy with with the with Nightwing? The Nightwing man. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Nightwing. Uh, I like Nightwing. Cool. Uh, yeah. me and Kurt played that together. Uh I played Nightwing and he was Robin. He's playing He's the guy who's sick. not Deadpool. Who is it? Uh Red uh, Hood. Red Hood. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. The actress who voices Batgirl in that game has voiced Barbie in, like, a billion Barbie animated movies. I could see that. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> sounds like Barbie. Wait. Barbie? Barbara? What mm-hmm. the hell is going on here? Whoa, Wait, it, it's whoa. like It's like maybe it's just my headcanon. I kind of imagine Barbara Gordon, like, maybe maybe it's from, like, the animated series. Like, she has, like, a deeper voice, right? Like, kind of like a lower baritone voice, I, I remember. But, like, this, this was totally not that and also just exaggerated and not great hello i'm barbara, barbara <laughs> my name is barbara yeah. i'm here to fight crime oh, the bat girl that's exactly on, what Batman. i need out of bat girl vigilante justice that's what i need yeah okay i ain't no barbie i'm barbara other than that zoom Flask United made considerable progress in our Elden Ring co-op run. I really doubt it. Yeah, we Uh, have. We are are in the uh, uh, mountaintop of the Giants right now. 
pretty close to the end, really. Yeah, I don't know peak. what that means, but I, if I'm supposed to be impressed over something, I'm not. I'm sorry. It's later game, John. Oh, still wow. En- still enjoying it, especially now that it feels like we are, our runs are, or our builds have really come together and we're just kind of steamrolling through things. It's fun. Yes. Destroying things with friends. It feels good to kill. Uh, Okay, a few other quick items. I started Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. It's still something in my back burner, even though... Don't even... No. I'm I'm glad you can put put your grandson on the uh, back burner. That's really good. But this, you know, this has to be said. Andy is a bad grandpa. He's an awful (laughs) grandfather. He has abandoned that baby... For weeks now, could probably dead. I don't think babies can last weeks without food and water. I don't know. I'm not a parent. We'll find out. Every time, uh, every time think, we come in, he's and, crying. He's like, "Oh my god, I gotta feed you." Oh yeah, my. If I'm wrong, but it, if when babies, young babies, haven't developed those organs yet, so they can last without water and food for quite a while. Oh, they're like Twinkies. Well, so, okay. Even if that's true, though, it's still uh, it's been weeks. So they need no, attention. but see. The baby, his grandchild, already went into its cocoon, so it's like it's got all those organs, so he's right. got to take care right. of it. And it's going to go it's feral not, it's, without it's not socialization. It's important at those early ages, you know. Anyway, don't listen to anything Andy's going to say about this game. <laughs> you liar, and he's been playing it. Oh, unless he says it's great. Unless he says it. Wait, I think it's a pretty good game. Not yeah, I, oh, shit. I wish you. I was gonna say, unless he says it's really good, then yeah, listen to him. Uh, I the last thing I did it in is uh, and kind of like, I won't say what burned me out, but like was like the moment where I like kind of put it on the shelf for a minute was uh, when I completed the Clan Creator mini game. I do um, like that one though. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I, I had a, a ton of fun with that. But now when I pack it back up, I can just jump back into the story. But uh, I've gotten past, like, the plotting parts, I think, in the early game, and I'm ready to just just uh, start beating dudes up and, you know, saving the the, the, the Tojo clan somehow. Like and? And saving my kid. Yeah, 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 woo! And yes, grandson. Yeah. Well, your grandson is going to love you. Uh, can I? I just need to do a really quick uh, Yakuza side note uh, for John. Sure. Uh, John, we uh, we were talking like a couple weeks ago about like a dragon, uh, Hanawa. How we were trying to figure out who the hell he was. Yeah. Uh, I figured out who he was. He is from. He is this guy Morinaga in Yakuza Five. He has literally the same voice actor, and the way they kill him off, he just disappears. So oh, it's cool. uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. That's it. That's all I got for that. Yakuza. I, just, I, I know I was going to forget. Oh month. my god. End of the month. Regular end of, uh, month. End of January. Man. January 26th. Wow. I cannot it's gonna wait. It's going to be a good literally game. literally cannot wait. I keep just seeing articles like just telling me how good the game is going to be. Like, shut how up. How good it's going to be. How long how it's going to be. How big it's like, going to be. Like, if you play this all in one city, you're going to. You're gonna have to take a break. Like, all right. You will literally die if you try to beat this game in one sitting. I literally Infinite. can't wait for it to be like an 80 hour game. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I mean, I- I'm excited. I- I'm really excited. I'm excited yeah, to see I can't how they wait. build on. I have a lot. Seven. 
I have a, with what I know what's happening in the story, I have a lot of things that I need to be see done in this game. And if they're not, I'm going to be very upset and complain about it a lot. Well, hey, I think that's about all I got. Anyway, um, other than that, I've really just been working on tabletop stuff. Well, we might, might talk a little bit more about that later on. Um, we shall see. You know, I, I might have missed a pod and we hadn't pod last week and stuff. Did you, did we, I know I didn't. Did you ever talk about completing Eliza P? Oh yeah, maybe we didn't. Um, that's a good call. Yeah, me and you both yeah, played all the way through and completed Liza P. Who's you um, both? Greg? No, no me Paul, and you I, both, no. as in him and you. Oh, I haven't oh, played yeah. that game yet. As in me and you, you, you did beat the game, right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. I, I, I actually, like you know... Um, does, there's a lot to be said about a game that just rips a, a style off of another game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what to be said that could be negative, could be positive. Hey, I'm just saying a lot of people have done it. I don't think anybody has done it quite as well as I've seen in Life of P. I no. thought that game was really good. Um, frustrating at times, for sure. Don't get me wrong. We can go on and on about some of the bosses. <clears throat> um, but for me, at least, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I recommend it. Especially for the price of Game Pass, uh, if you are at all a FromSoft fan, and you can look it in you to get past the at first goofy idea of a of a Pinocchio Dark Souls game, because I actually funny, do kind of like what where they go with in. it too. That's kind of yeah. why I played it. And if anything, it's maybe less interesting to me in the latter half of the game when it literally just is Elden Ring, right? Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a very cool game. Yeah. It, it, again, yeah. Yes. It's like a ripoff of another game, but I, like, I'm impressed by how good a ripoff it is. Um, and it felt good. I really, uh, thoroughly enjoyed the Pinocchio, um, theme and, um, the gameplay was fun. I it, it the game definitely started losing me towards the end because I found a couple of the end game bosses to be extremely frustrating and not in like a good way. Um and you didn't have that experience at all. So I don't know. Maybe it's um a get good know, scenario. Maybe a get good scenario. I don't know. But uh cool game. And yeah, like you said, game pass, so I don't feel bad about playing it at all. Yeah, same. But hey, Vito, why, why don't you uh, take the mic anyway? What else have you been doing the last few weeks? I'll keep it And rolling. don't lie. Yeah, dude, I will know. I'm serious. Okay. Um. Well, the big thing was Liza P. And I want to say... Oh, no, I, I have been playing Alan Wake 2. I don't know where I am in the game. Um, I won't spoil anything. Um, I will say it started off really strong. I was really digging the Twin Peaks, uh, you know, beats. And it just got great style. Um, I'm loving how much of Control is in this game. I think Control was like the best thing to happen to Alan Wake and Remedy. 
Um, Probably. So I'm excited. I'm excited that they put a lot of that, that they just melded the worlds together pretty much. Absolutely. Um, that said, where I am right now has slowed down a bit. I, I feel like I've, um, that initial feeling of excitement over the game is, is starting to wash away a little bit and I'm seeing kind of through, uh, the game and, and mm-hmm. seeing the extent of the gameplay and it's giving me like Alan, like one PTSD. Um, and so, yeah, I'm hoping that it will swing back around. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other big thing, uh, I've been playing the finals, free-to-play, competitive first-person shooter. Um, we talked about it on previous podcasts. Um, really enjoying it. Uh, I'm really not this guy that plays these games, and I just think this one's got a lot going for it. This um, game's pretty sick. I'm going to give it a certified thumbs up. I oh, almost nice. want, like, a less sweaty version of this game. Like, this is, like, in some ways, like, what I kind of wanted, always wanted Halo to be. Like, the moment that, that kind of wowed me about this game last night was, like, when we were defending a point, it was in this house that was tipping over, and I kept worrying about the house tipping over and taking the point with it, but instead the fucking floor on the point blew out, and the point just fell through the house anyway, and then the house tipped over. It was pretty sick. Yeah, the game has a really great physics system that it's built on and it allows for like a lot of crazy moments, a lot of shit that, you know, you feel like you want to do in other video games and you can do it in here. Um, And I'm discovering new shit every day. So, yeah, the destructive uh, destruction system and just the physics system in general allows for a lot to happen. Um, Yeah, I would say um, I, I totally see that it's a very sweaty game for me like like, give me this physics engine but in a map uh, like that has like attack helicopters and dudes like blasting rpgs like right which would be battlefield Battlefield. yeah battlefield um we want but a good you know a good battlefield yeah no i totally agree like i i'm actually really enjoying the competitive nature of this i'm getting wrapped up in it i've been playing with uh kurt a lot and um we play pretty well together uh but it gets intense I I would love for a game like this to have like a more casual mode, like even just like a team deathmatch or something. And I don't know that that's that that would jive well with this game because it seems like it's kind of built around those competitive modes, the objective modes. But yeah, I definitely felt that way too. Like, man, this is a sweaty game. You know, how long can I play such a competitive game for? We'll see. But right, right now I'm, I'm very excited about it and I have been thinking about it and I want to play more of it. So... That's the finals. Uh, and that's that's all I got in my roundtable. That was the okay. final thing. That was the final thing. Let's hop on over to old Silent John over here. Well, I'm sure he's been cooking up a roundtable that's that's awfully meaty and good. This, this roundtable stew full of Marvel products and survival horror games. Or survival adventure games. Uh, well, sure. Yeah, what, what, what have you been doing? Is it December? December. No. It's December. Uh, where it's you almost been? the end of what, December. Where have you been the last couple of weeks? I don't even know, man. Straight out there in the ether, bro. I don't think he's been doing anything interesting. Straight in the waves. 
Um, well, I think, I don't think I talked about it or maybe we just didn't have time, but I did, I, I bought Alan Wake before anybody did. Uh, <laughs> do you want a medal? I don't think it's come up. Do you want another award? It's just like. Well, I mean, if you're offering, I wouldn't mind one. But anyways, I bought it. You know, I liked it. I, I give it a, I give it some thumbs up. You know, and actually we have talked about this because I said it would have been my game of the year uh, for Baldur's Gate. And if I would have played them both single player, I would have picked Alan Wake. Um, so you really I dug liked it. it. You really, yeah, I thought really, it was really great. Yeah. <clears> that was great. I will say though, I it's not Alan's wake fault. It's 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 my fault. It's, it's not, not Alan's. Really, it's not Alan's wake. It's not fault. Alan's fault. It's my <laughs> fault. No, no, it's just me as a gamer. So you know, the game released, and there there is an ending, but it's kind of a kind of cliffhangery. Like you don't really know. It's kind of maybe up into interpretation. One of those endings. And then, you know, um, a week or two later, they, they added the New Game Plus, uh, which does give, like, a final ending. And I have, from what I understand, a few altered scenes. But it's like, I don't I don't want to play the fucking game again just to the get just the, the ending, ending, bro. Yeah, like, they don't, what, they don't feel you deserve an, or the real ending if you don't beat the game once? John, yeah. if it makes I look, you I mean, feel I better... Just look it up. I felt the same way, and I was like, I'm not replaying this Well, I, I even game. started it, and then, like, you know, it's not like, a, like you know, Vito, even playing it, I, I think uh, the, the intro is strong, but I think it's strong when you're first experiencing it. If you do it Yeah, again, I got halfway through the intro part, and I was like, I don't want to do it's this like, again, you know man. what's happening, and you're kind it's, of waiting uh, for it to be no. over. Yeah, so. the, the game is, like, almost, like, it's, like, barely not a walking simulator. So, no, I would not want to play it a second time. I could already see that. Everyone wants to be Yoko Taro. Who the hell's that? The near games where he or in the Dragon Guard and stuff where he. Oh, you got to play him multiple times. There's like five it. endings. So you have to play eight, it like again. eight endings for <laughs> yeah. every game. I would it's never so do that, crazy, I dude. There's very. I mean, I can fucking love the game, but there's very few games that I. I mean, you know, after a year or so, a year or two is fine. There's very few games I think I've ever gone back and just replayed. Yeah, I'm not gonna replay it immediately. Game. I don't I'm even want to rewatch a movie. I, I, it's because I, like most of the game, I, if I play a game, I try to, and I don't like 100 percent game. I'm not completionist, but I try to do every single thing available to me, you know, until it stops being fun, or till it's like to the point where I gotta like look up something to get you know the extra secret loot that doesn't matter. Uh, by the time I finish the game, I feel like I finished it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. So that's my only downside is that, and I, I mean, you can just look up the ending, you know, the the new ending online, it's fine. So it's not, it's not that big of a deal. But same thing, kind of. I don't. It's it's a rough thing to do because it's like control. You know, I I loved control. Uh, I think I even beat that game multiple times, not in a row, but you know, a few years later, I went back to it. Uh, but I, I don't think the DLCs were out, so I I don't I didn't play them, and then it's like I want to play the whole game again just for some DLCs. Yeah, you know? that's what it's happened like, to me. And I think I yeah I don't really remember, but I think those DLCs you do have to be like at a certain point in the story. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, the Alan Wake I, I, for sure. I had that exact same experience. Well, yeah. I, I don't blame anybody for not wanting to play through again. Uh, I think that being said, Alan Wake Two, amazing game in the first playthrough. I mean, it's still worth the money on the edge for the first playthrough. Just check right. it out. Especially um, for the price of like twenty eight dollars. I don't know if that deal is still active. Right, we didn't like, mention that, but we we all bought it at an insane discount on the Epic. Yeah, store. like twenty six bucks, I think, for like because you got uh, 
there's like a coupon they have and it's the, their winter sale going on and there was like another like a like a thing that they added to the car it was it's like yeah it was like 26 bucks oh, all together i, I would have waited look, if it was full price but i snatched it right do, up. I, do yeah. I want to buy something on the epic game store no do i do i no but well i want to spend super cheap on it that i'm gonna i'm gonna end up yeah. buying anyway yeah right and this is the best kind of game to buy in the epic store for me because it's not something that will be an ongoing game like i'll beat it once and that's it it's not something that like i'm gonna keep logging into right it yeah, also I have a few games frankly, on epic like that it wouldn't have existed without epic because they helped fund the creation of the game so oh really i didn't know that yeah that's why it's exclusive Man. and probably will oh, be forever fine thank you epic jeez thank okay. you epic and honestly i don't know i i feel like it's kind of an open question as a guy who hasn't played the game so i'm not saying this because of story details I feel like it's an open question whether Alan Wake Three gets made. I feel like the game has not been super profitable. Like I um, you, you don't you don't sell the game at half price after it, like wins all those awards if it's like selling like hotcakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, what if you do because you want people to play it? I yeah, feel like oh, this game, I feel like oh, this it, game it, just got game of the year. Oh shit! It's on sale for twenty six dollars. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna pick that up. Yeah, but yeah. if you do it, he's saying if you're doing good sales and you just won all these awards, you wouldn't need to do that. Ex- that's exactly they, they what I'm saying. Or you oh, might put, I, a, or I, you I, might, or you might put it on like a ten percent discount. Like you might price it like forty dollars or something like that. See, I, like, I don't know. I would put this on like maybe like you would show this as like an example. Like, hey, we want to make Alan Wake three. Look how much Alan Wake two sold. And they yeah, would probably like, not, show, like show them making, like sale numbers. If they're I, selling I, for I, half I price know. and they don't make money on it, I don't know. I'm sure that they know what they're doing. Uh, well, sure, I, I mean, I'm I don't sure think that Alan Wake Three would even be in the radar anyway. I think, yeah, I think it would be like a well, control have, series, right? Well, they have that multiplayer game and the Control Universe is supposed yeah. to come out. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I could see him doing another Control or another IP. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if another Alan Wake. Or, you know, he shows up in more of their games or somewhere in their series. Well, I also wouldn't be surprised if this... With the inclusion of, I'm assuming they're going to do DLC, I think this could be the last <laughs> Alan Wake game, yeah. Uh, okay. Vito. Games got real good music, oh, too. sorry, John. Sorry. No, I stole, I stole the, the Alan Wake show. It made you forget about Vito's. You did. Um... We've also been playing Lethal Company quite a bit. Fun game. Had a winter update. We modded the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's a, it's a very fun game on its own, but yeah, we have tons of mods. You know, we got a little more emotes and more, more outfits and, you know, bigger players and stuff like that. Um, yeah, real fun game that came out of nowhere. It's currently actually, you know, on Steam, they do their Game of the Year stuff for awards a little bit later. Um, and the uh, original Lethal Company, you know, they, uh, games get to make their case or whatever in different categories, and they asked to be nominated for uh, Better with Friends, uh, and they were, but they were also uh, it's on for the Steam. They're they're nominated for Game of the Year, so you know, good for them. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, it's you all player votes it. apparently. So you know, it's, it's people well deserved. Yeah, well Can't deserved. Wait to see fun the, little the game. future updates for that game. Um, I think it just needs something more like some kind of finality to the gameplay loop or something and like you know it, it's fun but ultimately you're just going to keep increasing the quota until you lose should be something more there um, sure 
Yeah. It's early access. Maybe they should they should have a retirement month. Like it it takes all your quotas, puts them all together, and then maybe like at the it's like you're trying to reach like like uh the max quota so you can retire. And right. then uh and then like it'll give you like something, I don't know, like a new suit you can always put on or something, or some weird some cosmetic. And then you could just keep prestiging like that. Yeah, I mean, cool. it's it's still. I mean, I think it's one person developer, so I'm, you know, I'm not holding yeah, my breath for anything huge. For sure. But uh, you know, the, the the Christmas update was was pretty fun. You know, they added new enemy types. Uh, one of them was actually was I thought it was pretty they darn added impressive. My the, new favorite item. The there's, an, there's a mask and it can it can control people, um, and it, and it mimics them and it. it I don't know. It does it in a way where, like, uh, I, I've been fooled by it. I, I thought like it was just a normal person on the ship with me, and all of a sudden well, they come over and they grab me and they rip my arm. It's really off. fucked with us because we have that Skinwalker mod on that's been taken. That's been as the games we've been playing, it's been recording our like voices and just feeding them to like random characters, like random enemies. So you'll see people with the mask on, and then they'll like say something, and you're like, "Huh? Who are you?" And then you get close to them, and they're. uh too late. The game, the they game did. It. The game does a really good job of like building on, like the whole phenomenon that's been building up with, with like phasmophobia and forewarning games like that, of like taking that same thing that people are loving and then spinning it in kind of a new way. Um, it's got like some vibes of like Deep Rock to it, some sensibilities there that I think help the game out a lot. Um, it's really cool. I recommend it. It's only like ten bucks. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yep, support them. Support them. Yeah, we've been having a lot of fun. Um, they literally then... went from Roblox to a uh, lethal company, making Roblox mods. Um, and then uh, a game that I had got when it was in early access, and I'd played a bit. I kind of put it. I kind of just forgot about it until I seen it pop up at the Game Awards, and I I thought, you know, let's go back and do that. I bust out Dave the Diver. And oh, yeah. I, I beat That's it. How you that. The indie and, game. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. You play as Dave. Uh, you dive. Mm-hmm. Uh, hard to say much more about it than that. You run a sushi restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you do, but that's not in the title, though. You know, it's not called Dave and the Sushi Restaurant. You know, Dave right. the Diver slash part time sushi worker. Well, I'm just trying to let people know what to expect. Right, right, right. Wouldn't it be no, a Vito surprise Vito right, if the they game, found out? The, the game is primarily split into uh, two sections: the diving, which is usually the you know the meat of the gameplay, and then to break it up at night, you um, you have like a almost mobile game type. And I, I don't say that in a bad way. It's like a management, like, like a exactly a little bit of a yeah, like a what's that one you guys like to play? The cooking one. Just cook out. Uh, played, up. played up, played up, played up, uh, but a little bit more simplified. You know, one person running the show. Uh, Isn't it similar to at all? And I, I don't have experience, but I just watch you guys play the like that Yakuza mini game. Is it like that? A little bit, yeah, yeah, a little bit like the cabaret mini game. Maybe that's why I like it so much. Um, more, more played up than the cabaret. But yeah, I can now, now you got me on board. Well, more definitely more played up than the cabaret. And like I said, it's I mean it is fun. I don't want to dissuade up. you. But that is the, like, um, that's to break up the main section of the game, which is diving. Uh, but I don't want to get too much into it. Just to say that it is it is a fun indie game. 
Um, did it have a satisfying conclusion? Yeah, yeah, I thought it did. Uh, it, yeah, I, I thought that it does a very good job of continually, I mean, even up until, like, you know, the last quote-unquote mission, um, introducing new mechanics and kind of keeping the, the same loop of diving and, and restaurant fresh. Yeah, uh, I can't by, believe by how much new fish has been stuff. added. And, and they just had a DLC mixed with Dredge, which I actually didn't play. Um, but, I, but I can only assume it's good. Yeah, uh, I've been playing this too, but I mean, I, I am playing it, but my girlfriend kind of hijacked the playthrough, so she's playing it, and she's addicted to it, and she's pretty far, I think. I mean, she's been playing for a while. We have many hours um and uh yeah it's really cool it's very cute and like you said I, I i can't believe how much stuff keeps being added and it's actually really cool because it starts off simple but it keeps adding features so it's perfect for my girlfriend who's like kind of trying to learn how to play these games it slowly introduces stuff at just the right pace and o- overall it's a simple game but you know, I was a little concerned at first because it's a lot to juggle. Um, but uh, yeah, ten out of ten game, very, very. Uh, and it's on, and we play on the Steam Deck. It's a perfect Steam Deck game. How dare she? By the way, I know, I know, right? No, I'm just excited that she's uh, you know, into a game. I think that's cool. This is our space. You're right. I'm Anyways. taking it back. Let's save the diver. I'm glad everyone can enjoy it. I agree with everything Vito said. Um, played a little bit of Ready for Not. I, I had fun. Nothing, nothing crazy for me there. I mean, I you know I had fun with the boys. Uh, what well, we've kind of been uh, sucked into. I don't want to say all of us. Really, just me and Greg in here. But there, there are more of us. Our numbers are large. I swear. Uh, we got sucked into Valheim again. I uh. I feel so far behind compared to you guys. I I was looking at your guys' hours. I think I maybe played like five or so hours. You and Noxil are at like 35 and 39 hours playing this game. And I, I think we set it up, what, last week or a couple days ago? Yeah, you know, yeah, we love Valheim you, around you here. Are, you are sick, boys. We're some Valheim. The time, you know, the time just fades Greg, away. It is funny because Greg Greg was the the reason we started playing again. He brought the idea. Yeah, up. the guy there was a guy at work. I've never like, seen it. Is he on our server? I've never seen it before in my life. Uh, no, he uh, no, he's not playing with us. Uh, the only per- only random person that's playing with us is uh, Zach's friend. Yeah, I asked him guy. and he said he. Then he, but I told him it was Moz. He was like, I'm not. I don't want to play with Moz. Uh, I, was well, like, all right. I was like, all right, dude. Well, yeah, this guy at work. He was just going crazy talking about my Valheim and how much he loved it. I was like, all right, uh, I want to play Valheim now. He's missing and out I so much, up. man. Valheim by itself is is a great game. Um, but, you know, once you played it, you kind of went through the loop. You know what you're getting into. But uh, the amount of mods and, and the content that they've added, um, it's crazy. I'm constantly surprised by the the quality and the, the quantity of these mods. Um, and it makes it it makes it worth going back and playing over and over. I mean, the the foundation of the game, just you know, the vanilla, is such a great ground set 
already, and then all these mods that build off it, that, yeah, it's just a game that I can just keep playing. But yeah, uh, that is the eternal struggle, the mod, of, like, different people progressing at different rates. The only issue we, I've been having with the game is, like, the networking stuff, so hopefully that uh, mod that Kurt downloaded, the better networking thing, fixes it. Yeah, I've had a few uh, hiccups here and there, but nothing, nothing, nothing oh, like I've when the game first came I've been out. having it rough, pretty rough at the village. Uh, and then I don't think I'm forgetting anything. I don't. Do we watch any? We don't watch any crazy movie. We watch movies, but nothing I want to talk about. <laughs> Legally, um, gotta be it, right? You know, think of anything. What I've been you doing. tell us. You guys, well, you guys keep guy? tabs on I me. Mean, I know you do. I'm the king of Keely, <laughs> so I know you guys have to legally have to kind of watch what I'm doing. Uh, king of Keely, I think it's time we relieve you of your roundtable. All right. First of all, that is not possible. Only I can relieve myself. Take him out back. Would you and like to relieve yourself? Head. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Greg, what have we got from the last? Hello. I while. have so much to talk about, it, guys. I have so much I've done over December. I haven't been in the last couple of podcasts either. So it's going to be a dump. I have played... I beat Alan Wake 2, so we can skip that. We don't have to talk about that dumb thumbs game. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Uh, it did. I really like that game. I really like the music in that game. That music is bussin' for real, for real. Uh, not really, in my opinion, like a horror game. If you, it, I don't think they were saying it's a survival horror game. I really didn't like see it like that. But uh, to each his own. I I did like that game though. Pretty cool. I might play Control because uh, all the uh, references for that shit. You haven't played ever played Control? Nope, I've not. Damn. I own it, but I've not played it. Seems like a Greg game. I remember. Yeah, right. Well, I remember we I'm, had a I'm, long like, podcast where we convinced Greg not to play it. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah. Vito said he loved the game so much, then he gave it like a six, and I was like, "All right, I'm not playing it then." Classic. Uh but yeah. So there's that. Um, I've been playing uh probably an unhealthy amount of Fortnite. Uh, they had a a big ass update. They had actually multiple updates. Uh, they had the new season. Uh, which adds did like a whole new movement uh, change with how your character moves, uh, and they have all these new things. It's pretty dang fun. I'm liking that a lot. Uh, they added this new uh, mode. They added a few new modes to the game. They added a Lego mode, which is basically like uh, it's kind of like Valheim. Uh, it's basically like Lego Valheim. Uh, me and Noxo played that a decent amount. We like that a lot. It's pretty cool. Uh, but we're pretty into those Lego games, so this is like kind of the perfect game for us because we love survival games and we like Legos. Are you continuing uh, to play that, or are you kind of like doing Valheim instead of that? Yeah, we we've definitely switched to Valheim from okay. from that. Um, so they added that. They added a racing mode, like a Rocket League racing mode, uh, which add, it's it's also combined together with Rocket League, where you can get cars, or you have cars, and you can get them in Rocket League. Like, uh, the Battle Pass is like three cars you can get. And once you unlock them in the Battle Pass, you can also, or you also get them in Rocket League. Right. It's, it's That's pretty cool. very strange. Uh, very strange mix-up with that. 
Um, and the last mode is like a Guitar Hero mode, which I've been fucking playing nonstop. I I I really like uh, those games, like the uh, Guitar Hero rhythm games, <clears throat> and just playing this one is a lot of fun. But my favorite part of it is that your characters pop up and like are doing like they're in the background like singing and like playing their instruments. I have seen the funniest combinations. It, I've been brought to tears like watching. Like I've fucked up so many times just watching the background of like, like I had one where uh like I just bought Cell. I have Cell singing like uh, "Bad Guy" by Billie Eilish. Uh, I've seen <laughs> he is a bad guy. I've seen uh, Invincible uh, playing uh, singing "Zombie" by the Cranberries. That was oh, pretty yeah. cool. He would. I've seen a lot of funny mix-ups, uh, and I think it's it's very good. You're they playing with, uh, with your controller, like I'm playing with keyboard. You see, okay, is that like I feel oh, like I've I'll had have... to I've had to adjust the controls, but uh, I've gotten I've definitely gotten used to it. But playing it, with I keyboard is like you're playing with like an Osu game or something like that. <laughs> like right, it seems it like, like you're like playing a, more of a. Is it supposed to be guitar? Like, is it? It's basically it plays like Guitar Hero, basically. But there's okay. no like peripheral because it's, it's, I mean, Fortnite Guitar Hero thing, right? What I think it, they're gonna, in, I think they're gonna end up doing, and I and maybe I'm crazy. I think they're gonna end up making like a a a Guitar Hero brand like controller, like a Fortnite uh, Guitar Hero controller. I think they're gonna like try to make something like that for that um, that game I'm, mode. I'm in. That's what I <laughs> said. I'm like, hell yeah. Uh, now so I'm, I'm surprised. That, sorry, I, I got. Quite, no, this, this is the only thing about Fortnite that interests me. Um, but you said zombie, like cranberries. Are Dude, there are there so, many older songs? Because I feel like the audience skews uh, very young. That, they would call um, that dad rock, you know? Yeah, there's uh there's some dad rock in there. Um, there's that. Uh, I have Heartbreaker by um, ah shit, I don't remember her name. Uh, it's like an 80s song. Uh, Joan Jett uh, or um, uh, not Joan Jett. Uh, uh, the other girl. Yeah, we know who I know who we're talking about. Uh, yeah. but they have they have other they have other 80s songs there. They have Pat, Poison Pat by Smith. the uh, the DeVito brother. What's that? Pat Smith. What are you saying? Patty Smith. Uh, Patty Smith. I don't think so. I know they're they're constantly like there or not constantly I should say, but they are updating it with new songs every so often. So I feel like they're just getting licenses for songs and then just adding them in. Pat Benatar, sorry. That's Pat Benatar, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you want, I'll show you. It's pretty dang. Uh, I'll show you after the pod. It's pretty well, cool. Patty Smith is also a person, right? He just wants to show off his elite skills. Yeah, my elite gaming skills that I constantly with. All right. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, so, so that's Fortnite. Uh, you know, I got like WoW, and I got all those other dumb games I play. But who really gives a shit about those? Uh, not me. Said to be Outlast. Outlast Trials. I've been playing that. They have a, a winter event going on. A winter uh, trial. They uh they pop you in a, some new some new areas, and then they turn up the AC really cold a couple times on you to to really to really shock you. It's a uh, pretty fun. Not really. I uh I grinded it out like I think three or four hours yesterday, and uh it it, it started to suck at the end, dude. I bet it did. I uh I really like that game, but uh yeah, but like doing the same thing over and over and over just to get like you know items, which is on me, of course. 
That's a uh, pain in the ass. Oh, that. Um, and the last thing I got, I started a couple days ago. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Oh yeah, you've been playing a Harry Potter game. I'm like, I got like eight hours in. Um, that game's pretty dang cool. I like that game a lot. I like that game too. That was cool. I've uh. I got into my first combat with uh, some actual wizards, and I hit dunked on them so hard, it was kind of crazy. The the parry mechanics are kind of fun in that game. I like the parry. I just like hitting people and then just, uh, like, hack- comboing them together with, like, Leviosa and uh, yeah. Akio. It's pretty crazy. It's a fun little loop, for sure. I recommend it to uh, Hogwarts um, fans. Yeah, I, I definitely... I, I like the Harry Potter stuff. I, I like the... Uh, like all the monsters and all that cool stuff, and you get to see them around the world. Pretty yeah. sick. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not really that far into it, but that's really all I got for that. And okay. that's, my, that's my that's my talk. Harry Potter game. Harry Potter game. That's all you got. Uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. That's it. Wow. Okay. Thanks, know, Greg. Right? I lied. It wasn't that long. Blast. Yeah. Please do me a favor and bestow us with glorious content from the right. month of December. I have content. Sure. I won't even go into all the content I got, but I got some content. I got some content for sure. What we got? Um, so you guys have been talking about playing, you know, your Alan Wakes and your controls and such. I am doing the thing that nobody else is willing to do. And I, I played you Quantum played Break. Pain 1 and 2? Oh. I, well, I played Max Payne a while oh, back, and I will get to two, but I played Quantum Break recently. You're right. I'm not willing to do uh, that. Dude, the game the that walks so One Control game? could run. Yes, the <laughs> Xbox. Yeah, dude, Microsoft nice. partnership game. I'm not willing to play that. Uh, correct. Yeah. Uh, obviously, this is a perspective of, of hindsight, but it struck me as the warm-up lap for Control in basically every way. Uh, gameplay, storytelling, everything. And it, it also makes sense. What's what's up? Sorry, I ruined your flow. Is it uh integrated into the universe at all? No, it has references to their other games, but um, they have said that it's not canonically part of the same continuity, right? Um, and it also it deals with like time shit, so it's it, it kind of wouldn't mesh with the it's mechanics of actor. the other world. Which, uh, the protagonist is in Alan Wake Two. Sean Ashmore is in Alan Wake Two as well, unless it's his identical brother that I always get uh, <laughs> yeah. confused. Oh, you are right. He is in there. It You're is right. one okay. or the other. Okay, but I assume not playing the same character because I think they no, said that. No, definitely, related. definitely not. But I, I don't know Quantum Break, but definitely not. Um, but yeah, this is a commercial product that they made for Microsoft before they started getting weird again. Um, and I think it's, it's biggest failing is that it, it feels like the video game version of like a middling TV show on Fox or something. Mm. And it even has live action episode portions in between the chapters of the game, That's sick. um, that they filmed and it's, it's a cool idea, but it basically is a Fox show at that point. Um, the whole experience is like never bad, but it never feels especially good either right um the most interesting positive thing i would say about it is that you're running around these combat arenas like a time freak 
using like time stop and uh, gun combos, other time powers to to take everybody apart. And um, you really feel like you can take control of the flow of combat. Take. So I thought that was take control. <laughs> uh, I thought that was neat. Um, but the most interesting negative thing I would say about the game is is very petty, and that's just they have a lot of weirdly long uh, exposition documents throughout the game that you can find and read, and it it's feels very like awkward too, though, right? So was that an issue in Control? I don't. It's not an issue. Being... It's actually it's actually my, one of my favorite parts in Control because they're very fun to read. They're great reads. Okay. Um, but yeah, like you're you're picking up a piece of paper. I'm not even exaggerating. Probably every two minutes at least in in Control. Wow. So I was actually I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I was gonna say I didn't remember that being an issue in Alan Wake or Control, but I remember there being stuff to re- like lore exposition stuff. So apparently it was just way better in the games before and after this game. Because mm, okay. um, in this one, they're just like a lot of email correspondences that re- con- reaffirm things you already you have learned about to some extent. And uh, I, I just filling hate, in character details. I can't stand reading in video games. But Control, I was happy to read because it was very interesting stuff you were reading. So yeah. that's, you know, that's that. It, it's It's apparently a fine line because the the pacing in this one really suffers from having to stop all the time and uh read these long documents and um they also leave the game on a big sequel hook which is pretty hilarious because i don't think that's ever going to happen uh this was like a one-off microsoft partnership thing Mm. and uh it feels like a season of television that is trying to entice you to show up next season and it it's it's not a satisfying resolution. So, um, decent game, decent game, but uh, pretty much every other game they made in the last like decade or two, ever, maybe ever, is better. It's, funny, um, it's actually got very positive reviews on Steam. People like it. People definitely have sort of revised their opinion on it and seem to like it. But it is control, but weaker. Just not you as know. good as other <laughs> games, yeah. Yeah. I believe you. Um, I watched uh, a couple things, a couple shows. Um, I watched Scott Pilgrim Takes Off on uh, Netflix. Um, new first Scott Pilgrim animated? thing in a long time. Yes, it's animated. Uh, if you've heard anything about this so far, you've probably heard that it's not actually a direct adaptation of the comics. Like yeah, a lot of people thought like it was a, going to be like it starts in a direct adaptation, then takes a direct left turn somewhere. Is the buzz. big swerve? Yes. Um, is like I didn't. I, well, I didn't. Uh, I, I was one of those people who thought it was going to be a direct adaptation. Uh, I didn't delve into the marketing at all, aside from just knowing it was going to exist. So, um, yeah, the series is sort of an alternate universe, or like a like a redo alternate take on the storyline of, of the comics um, like a big what if scenario. I think people who are interested in the show deserve to have some inkling of what they're getting into. I don't think it's cool to like portray it as one thing and then hugely swerve and deliver a different thing, especially for fans. You know, if there's people who are fans of the comics, I've read the Scott Pilgrim comics. I like them. Uh, I really like the Edgar Wright movie. 
I'm not a particularly like obsessive fan of the property. Um, yeah, so she so you're not really as interested in a what if scenario. Well, so I guess my my bigger point would be I'm not as hurt by a big swerve like that. Okay. Like I feel like I have more of an ability to, uh, you know, receive that as it comes, like adapt to that. Um, and I ended up liking the show. I didn't love it. I thought it was pretty inventive uh, and well-made, you know, well-animated. Um, I do feel sort of bamboozled by the, the premise, the swerve. I think they thought they were being clever, but I probably would have enjoyed it more if it had been presented accurately, accurately from the jump. Like, here's an alternate take. That would have been fine by me. Um, or just like it's an it's a sequel basically, so just present it as like a sequel. We're redoing it's a sequel, you know. Um, but I think ultimately, it makes a nice post comic or uh, even post movie companion piece. It's not as good as either of those probably, but I think it. I think it deserves to be. Uh, watched after like reading the comics if you if you enjoy those so ultimately good um the animation's good as i said stylish um the one issue i think being like the character animation and voice acting often don't really mesh super well like the intensity but overall i like the animation so i'm not too bothered um Still somehow doesn't feel as well animated as the live action 2010 movie, which is a funny thing to say. That movie, I don't know if you guys have seen that or seen that recently, but it's, I, I love that movie. It's so well choreographed and edited and it's like an animation itself with real humans. Oh, yeah, great, great movie. Um, I also watched Loki season two. I got around to that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yes. Uh I liked the production and the aesthetic. I didn't like the writing or the plotting very much. I found it uh the uh the motivations and like the stakes to be sort of messy and confusing. Um it's like all the information is present, but the way it's presented is not communicated particularly well. And uh, I didn't really buy its development. Um, like, I, I know the sentiment may be starting to get overused now, but it feels like it was written with the help of chat GPT. Probably, it, like, I don't believe that. I do not believe that. But just, like, patterns and not the meaning, if you catch my drift. Like just gestural writing without uh, a very solid meaning, and there's a lot of uh, padding throughout the season. So yeah, I don't know. It it didn't strike me particularly well. Um, one other thing that bothers me is how little it matters that it's the character Loki in the middle of this story. Like it's a show is made specifically for him. It has his name on it. And aside from maybe eight interesting minutes in the final episode, I feel like you could slot practically any character in there and get largely the same results, which shouldn't be happening with Loki. Um, 
especially because he went through such a character overhaul that he sort of lost his defining traits in this in this show, like in season one and more in season two. Um, I will say that his arc technically resolves in a nice way, but the foundations is built on. Once again, I just didn't buy. Um, I like uh, Kihui Kwan's character, uh, Ouroboros, who they introduced in this season. He was a fun addition. Uh, yeah, I didn't get much out of this sh- this second season. John, did you have any uh, thoughts that you wanted to share with me about it? I know I kind of just like uh, derided it a lot. Uh, nah, man. Sounds like you you got your opinion about it. I I dug it a lot, but uh, I'm glad. Okay. Yeah. No. I don't think you ever shared like what. Was there anything specific you you wanted to say about it, or just specifically? I mean, I think I I said all I wanted to do about it. I mean, I I still think it's the best Marvel. I think it's the best Marvel thing since uh, Endgame or you know Infinity War. Um, Not that the bar is hugely high because they haven't had many great things, but uh, I still think it's yeah. I I stand by that. Okay. Yeah, it's probably yeah. The bar is not a lot, not high, but it's probably still up there, even with everything I just said, and even I can recognize that. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I also a- I don't totally disagree with anything you said either. I just okay, yeah. What's uh? What is up next in the uh, the Marvel, in Marvel. insane universe? <laughs> Currently, they're releasing an episode a day. Uh, I think it might have like one or two left. I might be going to the end of the year. I don't know. Doing season two of the uh, What If. Oh, yeah. I forgot that was coming. Uh, those are the things where the, I think they showed like uh, the Marvel zombies and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, well, I mean, the whole point is, you know, it's, it's literally What If. Uh, you know, uh, What If Doctor Doom was the Sorcerer Supreme? You know, stuff like that. Just Oh. Or, you know, What If... Uh, I don't know. So and so got powers instead of so and so. Just little one-off stories that they do, and they're fine or whatever. Season two has been fine. I think I'm so far I like season one better, but ones I've seen from season two are just all right. Okay. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, movie-wise, though, I think the next thing's coming out is uh, like Deadpool. Oh, and I guess that I would knew- be at this point considered an official part right because it's i think so fox not, acquisition material i'm pretty sure yeah. <laughs> officially he's officially a marvel boy i mean it's the first one since they had the acquisition so oh yeah interesting i know um, they have uh, i saw that stuff there's like uh they have an avengers movie and that's all i know about the movies Anymore. Yeah, and like, what's going to happen with that with Jonathan? Majors? Yeah, it was like the guy's like he went to jail, right? Well, I guess that's something to talk about very quickly. I mean, the way they ended Loki season two, I mean, they kind of wrote his story like it's over, right? Like they don't if if they didn't mention him again, it wouldn't be insane, right? They could they they keep getting themselves to a place where they could kind of change the status quo a little bit. Um, and I feel like they've already done enough with Kang in like Quantumania and in Loki that they could really mix it up at this point and come up with some explanation and not have it be too strange, you know? Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like I said, if they 
they never mentioned him after this, you know, because of all the allegations. Yeah. There I mean, was a feeling of resolution. Be like, what the heck? Because I didn't, you know, watch Loki, which is reasonable. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, I think it would be reasonable. I guess we'll see. Yeah, Speaking of I mean, movies, they're, though. They're going to, right? Like, what? like I think it would be reasonable, but, like, I don't feel like that's Marvel's style. Like, like they're going to feel like they have to explain it away. I, don't, I mean, I'm what sure they, they do is to me. I mean, whatever they do, it doesn't really. All right, first of all, it's it's a character specifically. The, his whole fucking thing is that there are, you know, an infinite number of copies into the multiverse. Why does yes. it have to be the same fucking actor? Who cares if you recast him? Right? Like, you would expect him to look different in different fucking reality. He does look different sometimes. Got, and they could do something as forms. simple as like there was a time wave, and now my face looks different in all my yeah. variations. <laughs> I mean, he does have weird-looking variations. He's got, like, Immortus, and... I don't know, I have yeah, some cards yeah. of a bunch of them and stuff, and they, they look fucking different. Okay. Uh, they do. Yeah, no, so it really should be zero problem, but if they don't do that, then even, even if they don't, Loki 2 ended it nicely, where they could be like, yeah, they, they, he's gone. But I also wouldn't put it past Modern Marvel to just have no idea what they're doing, just running around with their heads cut off and, like have no sure. explanation and just mess it up you know it could yeah, happen no, that way too 100 even though we all see it clearly um did you, the, did you see the marvels you watch that i did not yet no i'm I'm probably gonna watch it because i've kept up with all the movies but i did i wasn't gonna go to the theaters to see the marvels <laughs> no, not because either. it's women just because no, i had no expectations of goodness yeah, I also hate women. Marvel I went to the theater for fucking Captain Marvel, and I regretted it, so <laughs> I didn't go for this one. But mm. I will watch it at some point. Fair enough. Um, as for what movies I did go to the theater to see, there was a couple. Um, I saw Godzilla Minus One. Mm-hmm. Greg, did you see that? Oh, uh, no, not yet. Oh, okay. It is a good Godzilla movie. You should see it. Um, probably yeah, one of the best ever Godzilla it. movies in the series. I mean, depending on what you're after, but as far as like actual movie goes, uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good movie. Um, I would say it mostly works outside of the Godzilla stuff, like the human story. There are some tweaks that I think could be made, but um, that would only be to like propel it from good Godzilla movie to great movie. No notes as it is. Uh, good Godzilla movie on the coolness scale. How cool is the new Godzilla look? Um. It feels like the closest Toho Godzilla has ever been to the legendary Godzilla. So he's kind of got the the fat base, oh, like you know, fat, he's kind of the fat chunky yeah. boyness to him. And he he lumbers like they're trying to emulate. I mean, he's CG, but they're trying to emulate the suit a suit actor, you know. That's cool. Um, and I think they pull it off for the most part. He he is cool. There's some great shots. Um they're definitely also taking af- taking some notes from Shin Godzilla Godzilla. Um, the more like kaiju esque modern Godzilla, but mm. um, yeah, I think there are definitely some cool moments, some really uh, f- cool Godzilla disaster set pieces, you know. Um, and the human story is fine; it's good; it works. I think you're here for Big G; he's cool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's um, what I'm here for is the Big G. Yep. I also saw The Boy and the Heron, a.k.a. How Do You Live, the latest uh, Studio Ghibli, Did you, uh, Hayao Miyazaki film. English dub or uh, sub? No, sub. Japanese oh, right. with English subtitles. 
I was gonna ask because uh, in the English dub, Robert Pattinson is the uh, yeah the Heron. I don't know. I I heard he did a pretty good job on it. I had also heard that. I heard that the English dub on the whole was pretty good, and that he him particularly does a pretty good job. That's um, cool. Um, I, but yeah, it's a cool uh, it's a beautiful movie, superbly well animated. Uh, it's a series of events. I I know the film has a, a good amount of meaning that could be interpreted. My first impression was that it didn't necessarily cohere into a functional story. And I feel like I'm probably more at fault than the movie. So I'm probably going to have to watch it again to really see how I process it a second time. This may be one of those that sort of grows on me, you know, as I see more and more of the connections in there. Um, but it is beautiful and, uh, I'm looking forward to watching it again. Definitely. Um, just, it didn't immediately strike me as, as amazing a story, you know, regardless of the animation as amazing a story as some of my other Ghibli favorites over the years. Okay. Uh, but definitely good. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a Ghibli movie. Oh, what? Fuck. There's so oh, man. good. That dude. kind of. I've seen. I've seen. That's this, like. This has come up before, I've but we got to make that the, the weekly of Spirited movie. Thing. Away, but I've never seen a full Ghibli movie. We, we should start from the sense. beginning. Like, I want to watch Castle of Cagliostro again. A lot of them are good. They're all good, but a lot of them are great. Perfect. <laughs> I saw I saw one and I was not I was not psyched. Which one did you see? Well, let's move on from that. Oh opinion. boy! Yeah, I was gonna say. You know, <laughs> which one did you see, Vito? Just say it. Just say it. Uh, I don't even remember. The one the with princess the princess and the frog. The one with the the Pocahontas <laughs> story with the wolf. It's like a wolf in the tree. Oh, the, okay, wham, actually, fuck climate change. Wah, the environment. <laughs> Uh, hey guy, you should play Never Alan Wake too because it's guy, like yeah. Twin Peaks and Twin Peaks so, is good. So my favorite game is the finals you. because stuff explodes. If Ghibli makes a <laughs> Twin Peaks movie, I'll watch it. Uh, yeah, if you just read right, Drew yeah. fucking nonsense for 10 hours and then said it's a dream. That, that's what it, yeah, you know what, Flask? Miyazaki's, Miyazaki's Ghibli movies are, are some of the few products in this world that I will defend to my death. You gotta hold me back go with, the with other content. But I, I, I am closing it on the end of my content, but I have a little bit more. Okay. Um, a couple games on Game Pass are, are my last uh, my last two items. I played okay. Cocoon, Microsoft's Game Pass, Microsoft's Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass for PC. Award I played Cocoon. Award winning Cocoon. I did. Yeah. How many? How many orbs cocoon? are there? How many orbs? Just tell me right now. There are four orbs. Um, aren't there four? Is this four? There are five I, I don't. No, 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 no. Is there something I like missed? Because there's like a secret no, fifth orb just, or something like that. No, 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 no. Just I started playing it. I truly and, began to believe I saw a fifth orb. And John <laughs> played it, and he kind of fell off. And I played, and I was like starting to sense me falling off because there's just too many orbs. I mean, what they expect? Uh, All right, two orbs, juggle two orbs, just fine. That's easy. Then they introduce a third orb, and now you're telling me there's a fourth orb. That's a lot. <laughs> I of got orbs. to the fourth orb, and I said, "No, I'm good." Okay, so I completely understand where you guys are coming from. There is sort of a hump 
that you have to get over mid-game. But then once I passed that, I kind of got back into it. I was like, okay, now that I was able to process all these multitudinous orbs, I am feeling it again. Like once you sort of ironically like shrink that down into its contained you know world bubble of orbs the amount of orbs that you you know go into the late game with now you get it and you can kind of just deal with it okay. not that i, I couldn't get it I, to you dude i did get it when i was playing it was just like mm, nah, I, no, but I, I, I understand where you're coming from put, a, put I, an asterisk next to that no 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 i got it it was just like i get the puzzle uh, i get it i get how it works it's not the hardest thing ever. The first ever, one was it, pretty tough on him, folks. Okay, the first, maybe the first one was tough. He was watching me, I, but I can't defend myself because he was watching me. But you get it. And that, you know, once you start adding more orbs, it just feels like work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I could get you. I, I think the the gimmick is very well designed and intuitive for what it is. But I will say I got tired of it by the last quarter of the game even with my explanation of like you have to get over the hump and then you get back into the swing of it i did still get tired of the orb puzzle gimmick it's a lot of orbs. by the last I, part I of the did game. leave it installed thinking i might go back to it and maybe you're what you just said made me maybe i'll go try it out again okay yeah it's it's not like i wouldn't say it's a must play game i would say oh. if you want this type of game it is good the whole way through in so much as it is ever good, you know? <laughs> no, I wasn't hating it. It just wasn't like, I wasn't like, this is the best thing ever. I really like the devs. Sure. Uh, I did really like the boss fights. I thought those were like very oh, yeah. clever, very clever boss fights. Um, it wasn't typical. They felt unique. Um, like it, the boss fights are like puzzles um, that each have their own like unique mechanics involving. I was surprised there were boss fights and i enjoyed yeah, each and every one of them too, i wish there yeah. were more um and the last game the last thing is uh Jusant, also Jusant. on game pass i played that that's the climbing game that you saw uh, you stream a little bit of last summer i did yeah i played the demo um this this is the one that seems influenced primarily by like team eco stuff journey, journey maybe. maybe yeah yeah uh, those types of games. I liked the game for the most part. Um, I think the like the world building, the scenery, the mm -hmm. design of everything, all solid. Um, but the notes, well, <laughs> the notes that you find, um, which are the main like lore delivery, play out this sort of like bygone world. Obviously, you're in some sort of post apocalypse or post post apocalypse. Mm -hmm. And I always enjoy learning about bygone worlds. I always like those uh, cool details uh, in the environment. Uh, and of course, this is also taking place. This is all taking place where the ocean used to be, as you pointed out when when I played the demo. Um, that's a big factor. Uh, one thing I wasn't sure I understood is that in this bygone society, hardcore rock climbing seemed to be the primary. I don't know why I said it that way. The primary method of travel for all people and i feel that that just cannot be because that's insane that seemed to be yeah. the primary way people got around in this world that don't make no sense and there yeah and there was an ocean so like you could take boats and stuff yeah there's different levels of like 
docks and you you know that that's at one point where the ocean was the level of the sea um but it seemed like the primary way people got from settlement to settlement was climbing on the exterior of this huge rock formation you're on the whole game and like they don't maintain like they have tunnels but they don't really maintain them because everyone just climbs <laughs> maybe i'm wrong about that but that's the impression i got from the the lower exposition seems ludicrously impractical to me but yeah as for the climbing gameplay you know what you do the whole game it works and i'd say that that's the biggest thing holding the game back from being very memorable which is that every like the climbing just works and you do it and you get up to the next line landing you find some collectibles and notes you climb again get to the next landing it just works uh there are some mix-ups of like environmental hazards and such new new gameplay gimmicks but it never really surprises you um never really wows and there's not too much challenge in seeking a path for instance like you you kind of always get where you're supposed to go pretty linear uh but i would say it works and it's enjoyable enough um but that's why that's kind of what's holding it back from being a super memorable game i don't think this will you know be up there with the best really cool like indie experience adventure exploration games not so much still i liked it Dusant. that's all i got that's a lot but i, I that was what i had for this right. day okay thank you flash i appreciate it i do too with that we're gonna cut into a break and we'll be back with our five up one down so everybody be sure to get your lists finalized you have 10 minutes oh, shit. i'm gonna put mine together that was today yeah it was actually last week but then it was also maybe the <laughs> week before but my dog ate it wait Yo, that fucking game you guys were talking about, um, Cocoon, right? Yeah. They're making another game called The Lost Wild that I was that I just happened to like just fine. It's like this crazy dinosaur-looking game, and these guys also made Cocoon. Oh, what a dinosaur fuck? game, eh? The Lost Wild. Yeah. I was literally like, I was like going through like the, the coming soon thing. Oh no no, hold on, it's it's published. Is it not? It's oh, publisher. I thought it was the dev. I was like, what the fuck, oh, dude? Like that's so insane. Um, unless I'm wrong. No, it's it's published by Annapurna, which is the publisher for Cocoon, right? Oh yeah, that's they Cocoon publish all sorts is, of stuff. Cocoon's developed by I don't know the oh, name. You're of right. Them, you're right. You're they, right. They made, it's publisher. They made like uh, Inside and Little Nightmares and all that Shh. shit. Or at least little little nightmares. Mm. One of them, or two of them. One of those games that I like. Geometric Interactive, which is the new development studio made up of guys from one of those games. Everyone's always splitting apart and making new studios and. Getting published and publishing. They should just have one giant building, like a 
crazy giant building. Every game studio is that one building. Every studio gets all a floor. resources. Yup. <laughs> okay, just to fact check. So that geometric is made up of former Play Dead employees. Play Dead did Limbo and Inside. Not Little right. Nightmares, but the same kind of game. And both those games are great. So It's funny because I, I like didn't know that, but it it's because great. I didn't even know that that studio was comprised of former Play Dead devs. So, like, yeah, everyone's always making new studios. Yeah. But the Little Nightmares guys did that. I think that studio was bought or folded or something like that. But guys from that studio are also working on something, I think. Oh, no, they made Somerville, right? Yeah, Somerville. And yeah. that game sucked. <laughs> I thought that game sucked. I, it was painfully average to boring, yeah. I actually didn't make it through like the first hour of the game oh wow i completed wow. it it didn't it wasn't worth it <laughs> i'm just checking it out right now it's actually got very positive reviews no it's got 17 very positive reviews that doesn't count that just means that nobody's playing it yeah i wouldn't be surprised if people liked it just because it's like an experience right it's like the gameplay doesn't matter the i don't know the boringness doesn't matter it's because it's like the the vibe Okay, but this is that, crazy. I Sorry, I gotta fact check myself again. <laughs> Somerville is developed by Jump Ship, which is made up of Play Dead, former Play Dead workers again. Yeah, I thought that's what you said. No, I, I said the Little Nightmares guys. And they, wait, who's the Little Nightmares guys? Uh, Tarzier Studios. Oh, yeah, Tar- okay. Tarzier Studios. I autocorrected you in my head. Okay. So what play dead. So former play dead guys went on to create to these make, two studios. That's cool. They, did, they didn't play dead after all. <laughs> you might say they jumped ship. Dude, you, said that, you think you know, that's I felt because an incredibly why? sharp pain in my side. I think you may have done something to me. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We're going to be doing our five up, one down now. Can I get some fanfare for five up, one down? Kind of like the news. Yeah, What's the end of the year? Yeah, Drop the ball. I'll fucking kill myself live on air for five up, one down. Uh, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Do it. Everybody, the, the energy in the studio is high, and we are ready to deliver our five recommendations for the year and one thing just one little thing that maybe hey you should stay away from uh just just a little little thing here and there we're gonna go in rotating order uh starting with whoever wants to start i'll start us off okay greg greg Greg. Uh, and these recommendations recommendations sorry real quick just just real quick unless unless you want it unless you want to specify otherwise these recommendations are in no specific order it's not like necessarily your your highest recommendation. These are just a general flat list, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless you say uh, my my first uh, my first up, I got released May eighteenth, twenty twenty three. The Outlast <laughs> Trials. <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, I've talked about. Oh, gee, you know, I want to change I've, my down now. 
It's a real I've trial to hear about it. this again. I've talked a lot about it. I really like uh I really I really like the trials. I like Outlast. Me and Nox are big fans of it. And played a lot. Highly recommend. Some Very people nice. just aren't built to escape and it happens, but Okay. You know. That's why you, you try. Know. You try. You try all. And don't forget uh That's podcasters. My, my first up. If uh your game is said like a game on your list is said before you or a multimedia thing doesn't necessarily have to be a game. Just feel free to like say that's also on my list and we can share the spot. Right. Who would like to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Because you made that rule and so I don't look like a poser. I'm going to say Baldur's Gate 3 was one of my ups. (laughs) What the fuck? What a great, what a game, man! I mean, anybody we, else have that? I have really. That. It was nope. that good, really that good a game. I also have that. Oh, I think I think it's pretty good. I also have that. Wow, Bozier's dude, bro. the three, the two lemmings constantly leeching <laughs> onto John. Hey, right? I mean, the king is here, boys. What a game! I mean, we talked about it at not Navia, really though, seriously. Like, yeah, the well deserved, yeah, well deserved game of the year. The but game, I and I, I mean, I don't think we're, I mean, we're not done. I mean, we're currently some of the playthroughs going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a game we're going to be playing for, for a while. I have an honor mode playthrough going on right now. I don't want to talk about it just because, you know, not really much to talk about. But we've had a, we've had some close calls on that honor mode. One one call where I, I thought we lost it, but we got it back. Um, fun game. Uh, well, I don't know if you heard about yesterday, but that slide thing that Zach mentioned happened. Oh, did they? Did we lose the run? Well, no, because they were paranoid, so they actually had a person stay in camp and wait in case it did happen. Uh, cheating uh, asterisk. On but I think this, that. But I think uh, that even though it did through. happen, I believe your character and Alex has survived because you're both half orcs, right? Yeah. So yeah, you got you got reduced to one oh, HP yeah. instead of dying. You guys would have lived anyway, but they did leave somebody back there just in case. Damn. Uh, it could for have us been, peasants, though. honor mode is like Iron Man, right? Honor right. mode is Iron Man. It's permanent. It's also tactician. Okay. Uh, we we thought it wasn't tactician, but we found out it is. You figured it out? Yeah. Okay. It's tactician. So you guys were just being paranoid. Well, it was too easy, so we, we thought it was easier than it was. We are just playing real good. Dude, that's how I felt. And then you got God punched and almost died. We had a, a an encounter where we th- were going to lose, so I started running from the encounter. As I ran, <laughs> as I ran from the encounter, I ran into another encounter. This is how the the crash fights, oh. and so like oh um, god, we thought we were done, but I like Misty stepped in dimension door, used every trick we had, and got out. <laughs> um, man, what a game though! Yeah. I have 115 hours in just the one playthrough that we did. So, like, I've been cooling off a little bit, but I'm excited to play more. It's just nice that this was a game that we had been super fucking excited about because of its predecessor. And it turned out great. Yeah, for sure. It's been a year of some really disappointing releases. Not not for us particularly, but just for gaming. So, it's nice to have a, a big game come out and it be everything you hoped it would be. For sure. It's funny because, like, it's so rare to have a year where there's a game out there that I haven't played yet. And nonetheless, I know that it's the best game of the year. <laughs> like, I'm just yeah. aware that there's this game Weird. that is the best game of the year that came out this year. 
Got to get on it. Uh, who who would like to go next? I'll hop on next. Okay. Um, I'll just I'll throw in Lethal Company. Okay. Because I'm I want to pull a John and take it away there from goes. somebody maybe. Was not on my um, list. No, nope. not on my list. You guys list. all had it. Okay, you guys all just. Sw- okay, nice. You just switched all I... the company to your Plan B game. I, everyone's got you know Plan B swap the, out. I know. Honestly, you know the did, way the way you're talking right now reveals your soul, and it it, it saddens me. I yeah. I did have I did have Lethal Company. Vito, you got me. All right, I got you back then. Uh, this was just a nice, uh, what what a nice little surprise this was. Like nobody saw this coming because it's a little indie game, um, and it's just been a ton of fun so far among friends. That's the best kind of best kind of fun, and um, it just gives me feelings of like, remember when like Phasmophobia came out? This little game made by one person, and we got like a ton of playthrough uh, playtime, and it topped the Steam charts. Um, I like that. I like seeing that. I like seeing that. Uh, what were we talking about earlier? It's on the. It got nominated for like the Steam Awards Game of the Year. Game of the Year, yeah. That's fucking right. sick. It just shows that you don't need a AAA team to make an addictive game. Yeah. You just need, you know, some simple element. I mean, well, I don't, don't, don't want to trivialize <laughs> it. I'm sure they put a lot of hard work in the game, and the idea is is great. So you need you need a great idea, and uh, yeah. And I think we're still in. The, I mean, you know, obviously the game by one person so it's going to take a little bit of time but I still think we're in the, the early stages of the game I think there's a lot more fun to be had in it uh, yeah. yeah yeah it's a good choice yeah uh, Flask what would you like to go next sure um, as you know my philosophy is like less favorites more just like interesting recommendations so these are going to be kind of weird um the first thing is a uh, an action movie starring Jackie Chan and John Cena called Hidden Strike. Well, I never even heard of this. How is this your <laughs> one? How is this one of the best things you've done all year? I literally just said that's why I prefaced <laughs> by saying they're not my favorite things from the year. They are interesting recommendations. Interesting ups okay, for the, from the year. No, I, the I, I year. fuck with it. I fuck with it. I didn't mean to come at you. Um, Hidden Strike. I'm recommending it because. Not because it's great, but because it's exactly as good as it needs to be to be a dumb action movie that takes after like the 80s action movies. It's it's like one of those made today. It's cheesy. It's fun. Um, also, one of the only Jackie Chan movies I've seen in years that has some semblance of his like his brand of kung fu comedy from his heyday. And I thought that those days were long past considering his age at this point. But. Yeah, if you like, you know, his 80s and 90s output like I do, I'm a big fan, you will probably get a kick out of some part of uh, of Hidden Strike. And John Cena is always, you know, goof goofball kind of, you know, so it's fun. That's awesome. Uh, I, I This was not on my radar. And why would it down. be? <laughs> yeah, why would it be? No, but the, that's that's the... Most exciting part of five up, one down. Yes. Okay. Andy, would you be next? Andy, yes. I think you're up, pal. Uh, my first up is going to be a weird one. No worries, pal. Red Dead Redemption 2 online roleplay servers. <laughs> Holy oh. shit. Specifically, like the now we're been. talking. Now, hey, 
look, it's a weird pick. It's very 2023, though. I mean, everything that we did was very in the fucking moment that was happening um, back. It feels like crazy that that happened this year. Doesn't it? it? Yeah, yeah no, that, it, it, that it took a lot of our time and a lot of our attention for a while in the early part of the it year. It did. Um, and someone fucked it all up, didn't they? I, you know, we had been going out over a while. Maybe it was time for a break anyway. John was going to uh, be, bu- be busy for a while anyway. And, you know, um, I think also it was just like a great year for games. There's just always stuff to do. You know, how long we were going to live our lives on an online role play server. I very much enjoyed the time we spent, though. I have a lot of great memories and stories from uh, all the shenanigans we got up to. Um, it's a lot of fun. I'm glad you picked that one. And I actually completely, f- completely forgot about it, but only because I thought I that was the, last year. I, like, I, I just reflected on my finish. year and I was like, what was really important this year? And that came up. Yeah. Um, man. Okay. All right. What do you got next, Vito? Oh, okay. Next would be Greg, um, right? uh, I'm just kind of... be me, okay. but... We, we, we throw it to me. I'll, I'll just do a freestyle right, Go ahead, Vito. Tell me... Tell <laughs> me I'm just kind of freestyling. Off, go on. He's okay. freestyling. He's freestyling. Uh, well, let's go to uh, Barry Season 3 and the finale, uh, the, the show finale for, for Barry. Right about that. Um, that was great. I, I, I love the show. Um, I just... I think that that final season... It subverted all of our predictions, which is crazy. Um, and I think it managed to solidify the show as one of the best shows out there. Um, you know, I, I, I could see people having mixed feelings about it, but I really thought it was a very artful and just surreal way to end a show. Um, and... It just had a very satisfying and thoughtful end. So, and it definitely yeah. solidified uh, Bill Hader as a filmmaker to watch out for. Oh yeah, and and it's just a character that I just, I, you know, I don't have many of these, but just a character that I love. I love everything he does, and then to do something like this, so fucking awesome. Did you ever finish that show, Flask? Yeah, yeah. You did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it with him. My bad. No worries. Well, yeah, no, I I, I agree with everything you said. Have no reservations. It was a really well made show. Really enjoyed it. One of my favorite shows the last few years. Ended well. How how about how about the person who says one then gets the passing on somebody else? How about Let's that? Let's do it. John, hit me. All right, let's let's go with the weird one here. Well, not a weird one, just one that I I don't think any I know nobody else picked. Uh, up uh my hero ultimate rumble oh wow okay yeah i guess you did spend a lot of time doing that well i almost made that my dad man, I, not only did you spend <laughs> a lot of time with this but this is like not your game at all like this exactly. is not a game that's that i why, would expect you to play that's why it's my up you know i i i say it all the time I'm not much into you know competitive games um certainly not like battle royales but this right. game uh, I don't know. It just—I mean, well, it obviously, it's a mix of having a property that I identify with, but uh, just the gameplay itself. You know, playing Fortnite, I, I recognize all the cool stuff that that Fortnite does, and all the the wackiness it has. But at the end of the day, majority of the gameplay is still just fucking shooting somebody. You know what I mean? Like I just—I I, I have no. 
don't know. It doesn't do it for me. I don't care to shoot people. It's whatever. Um, I will just yeah. say, uh, as a caveat to this game, or I think it's a good game. Like, I do agree with John. I am just riffing on it because I'm bad at it. I think it is very unique. I don't know what this game. game is that Greg says he's bad at it because he wins with us all the time. Just like, I don't, I don't know. I actually, I think Name I don't know. Win. I, I lit. I, I have actual dozens of screenshots of us winning. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> all right, about. but how many are how many of me are in there? Show me two. At, uh, all right, after the if folks, after the podcast, folks, I'm going to show him. I'm going to show him more than two. I'm going to show him at least five. All right. Um, you're showing five. Yeah, it's a game where you're you're not you know it's not just about like fucking you know uh, being able to hover over the enemy and and click on them uh, you know it's it's a you're playing superheroes so so you know the the characters uh, have different abilities you know it's not all about me being able to be like ultra accurate you know I, I usually play a support guy named Cementos and he makes kind of like these uh, pillars and stuff they can hurt people but mainly they obstruct like the battlefield and. Hey, yeah, I just it, it captured me in a way that that other you know multiplayer games right. Did not. That's fair. That's cool. I love, I love that abilities. for you. Love that. I didn't play it, but I probably I feel like I would have got similar vibes. I did, uh, was it Rumbleverse? That's what um Rumble, like the, the wrestling Kurt's one. game, yeah. That one did look cool. I, I was about to get in, then they kind of stopped playing it. Uh, but yeah, I dig this one a lot. I don't. I mean, it's it's kind of like a cheap anime game, so I don't expect it to last that long. But uh, you know, I I like getting on with Noxler now. Unfortunately, we had some kind of honestly, we, we have no idea what it is. Just one day, our friend Kurt tried to get in the game, and for some reason, he cannot oh, like, connect that. to the servers. And he tried, I mean, like a, lot a of good stuff. hour or two of troubleshooting, like watching just weird YouTube videos, like messing with firewalls. And he just has not been able to play, so we have substantially Damn. slowed down since then. Nice, that sucks. But uh, me and Oxford get every now and then for a, for a duo mode or something. Okay. You want to pass the ball okay. to somebody else? Yeah, Greg. Whoa, my God, me? Yeah, I, I guess. I did. I ch- both hands. Yeah, he threw it a little aggressively. That was a chest pass. Ready. Yeah, the chest pass. Real yeah. aggressive. Yeah. Uh, I'm My second up is going to be Aliens Dark Descent. Ooh, the uh, the action thing. single player uh like kind of a like a squad based game. Was that this year? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it came out in June. Oh. I uh this game was this uh, finally we're starting to get good alien games again and they're not sucking. This game was pretty dang cool. I uh had a lot of fun playing it. I was very very into it when it uh, came cool. out. Cool. I I recommend it you all recommend it to you all. Pretty good story too. That's surprising. I like that. Yeah, I know, right? I'd check it out if uh, it come to Game Pass. And then the I'm gonna, one, The other one came to Game Pass. Yeah, Greg, let it? them know. Oh, it should come uh, to isolation? Game Pass. Not Isolation. Yeah, if it comes uh, to Game Fire Pass. Team. Uh, Fire Team. Oh, Fire Team Elite? That was a cool yeah. game, too. I like that one a lot. Who gets the ball? Uh, and then I'm going to pass the ball to uh, Flask. Ow. Uh, my my second up is uh, <laughs> completely uh, unprepared. <laughs> my second you know the ball up is go to anybody. Yeah, it went to me. I was looking away. Um, I'm once again recommending the show Poker Face on Peacock, starring okay. Natasha Leone. Okay, I mentioned it earlier in the year when it was, was airing. Uh, yeah, I remember you recommending um, this show. 
yeah, it's it's one of the best new series I've seen in a while for what it's trying to do. Um, it's a just as a reminder, it's nice. a road trip mystery series about a uh, kind of a scrappy woman who can who she can tell when people are lying. That's her thing. And she gets caught up in murders everywhere she goes. And she's also, you know, there's an overarching plot as well. She's on the run. Um, I was thinking about it when I was putting this on the list. And it, it kind of reminds me of uh, the USA Network's Blue Sky era. The one that they're currently in the process of reviving. The, this, that era had like uh, Monk, Psych, Burn Notice. Mm. Uh, Poker Face feels like the natural successor to those types of shows. That's cool. Very watchable. I like that. Um, and that even makes a, a bit of sense. Cause like USA is, was part of NBC and Peacock is NBC's streaming okay. service. So. Same DNA. Same DNA. Yeah. You know what, very Flask? watchable. I'm, what? Be- I'm between shows right now and I really need a casual end of the night show. Is this that show? Absolutely. I specifically, when I brought it up initially, I specifically recommended it to you and perhaps your girlfriend to watch it as like a casual show. Yeah. You know me, it takes, it takes two times, two, two recommendations to get me on to something. Ah, that's all right. That's all right. And now, know? and now I'm ready for it. Uh, yeah. I really need this in my life. I think this is going to be it. Yeah. And I like, you know, I always like Natasha Leone and she plays, she's fun. I'm not familiar. That's Okay. You'll learn to like her, probably, maybe, when you watch Poker Face on Peacock. Um, who are you passing well, the ball? It's got to be Andy, to? right? I mean, yeah, it does, you can go with whoever you want. It doesn't have to go in order. I'll go to Andy still. <laughs> hey, I, I, I look. Think I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a. I, I may have captured your attention. You need structure. Yeah, on my last turn with the online server thing. I'm gonna go ahead and lose it with something I know only I have interest in. Um, of course. My next up is the Adam Friedland show. Oh, good one! Yeah, you're right. Look, I've been following these guys. I don't remember what that is. It's like 2016 when they were a not racist podcast called Come Town. That was just about stupid, dumb, communist leftist humor. Uh, and it's now they're doing this thing where they're doing. This not ironic, but maybe a little ironic talk show that's getting a lot of buzz and they're getting like high profile guests on somehow. Um, it's fun to see the, the arc of these these uh, comedians. Uh, this year they really took off in a big way. Um, I recommend are, checking. Are they out. now racist? No, no, they're not racist. It's just like they're they're they do humor that like toes the line. You know what I mean? Okay. They're very edgy, is I, guess. Yeah. I don't know. They, they, they're the kind of thing that like they, they'll do funny voices, but like they'll contend that's not them being racist. They're like, you know, it's it's like if you make a racist joke, that's about how racist the system is. You know, are you really making? A we racist uh, we joke? call sure. it Andy humor around here, Flask. <laughs> I mean, if oh, you listen to actually what they say, they're very. They're well, like you said, they're they're like communists. They're extremely okay. They're very progressive. Leftist than their I- ideals, yeah, progressive. Yeah, incredibly progressive, right. very communist. Um, Literally, the only reason I said that was because you you pre- you like 
called it a not racist podcast and some people uh, i think could believe that that means that the next thing they did was racist. no no i'm just i i'm just saying saying that because that's like they're they're properly charged with being racist which i think is a fair fair take from a surface listen of certain clips and that kind of thing but like they 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 are at their core you know probably not conceivably not you know what i mean um okay and their humor i don't know it it attracts a certain kind of like a certain type of person that I sort of am. Um, again, racist. Just, yeah, racist. Again, it's just fun seeing no, no, I, I get, seeing yeah. the arc of their uh, of their comedy group or whatever. I want to see what they do next. It's, it's interesting mm-hmm. to watch. I was not at all a Cometown listener. I, I didn't listen to any of it. Uh, maybe like one episode, and I was—I I don't know—I wasn't really uh, caught. But I've been watching all of the Admin Freeland shows; they're great. I mean, yeah, like you said, the the guests are awesome. It's funny. Um, yeah, so good, 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 uh, good. Pay. Yeah. All right, Nick Mullen just had a, a comedy special release. I thought it was very funny. That was very good. I thought it was very. Yeah, I saw that too. Very funny. Uh, I'll pass the ball on over to John. All right. Well, since everybody is giving their uh, non-video game pick, you know, I, I thought I'd had one too. Uh, I thought back. I, I've seen so many movies this year, and most of them are not good. Um, but one stuck out in my mind, and I don't know if it's good or not, but it certainly stuck out. So uh, my up is Bo is Afraid. Oh, I, I saw oh, I really see that this. One. I, I want to see yeah, it. Yeah, same. It's certainly Flash has seen it, right? So Talk I watched it. the first half hour or so. and Really? Okay, as it started getting out of the first act, I realized that I wasn't enjoying myself at all. Like, I appreciated the artistry of the intense discomfort that the movie was generating, but I realized that it just, I don't think it was for me. It was just bad feelings. Bad feelings for me, for the type of person right. I am. It was, I don't ad- know. it was identifiable feelings for me, so I was all on board. <laughs> and I thought it, it just kept getting better. Really? I hear yeah. a lot of people say that they thought it fell off. They thought uh, that the I mean, first that act was the strongest. I mean, it's, I'd say there's maybe a, a small slump in the middle, maybe. Depending on who you are. I thought it was fine. I think it picks up towards the end. Yeah, okay. I think this is a, a crazy movie. I couldn't even really... T- I mean, I could tell you like scene by scene, but it's hard even to break down what it's really about. But yeah, I just... I recommend going to see it. I didn't really... Care. What was the other person's director? What were there other movies? This is the Midsummer oh, um, person. Midsummer, Hereditary... Yeah, yeah I didn't give a shit about those movies. Uh, Midsummer specifically, I thought... I watched... Kind of like Flask, actually, a little reverse. I, you guys watched in the Discord some time ago, and I think I watched like half of it, and I... Didn't care enough for all the I'm just gonna go to sleep. I don't I don't really give a shit about this. Uh I thought Midsummer was like okay, but Hereditary is one of the best harm it's it's the best that. horror movie I've ever seen. Easily. I didn't see, I didn't see that one. Wow. Um I mean, I yeah, this one's so gross. This one's nutty. Oh my and you got uh you got Joaquin in there. You know if you got Joaquin in there, you're gonna get a good performance. Was he twisted? <laughs> yeah, both fucking twisted. <laughs> all right, I, I recommend. I mean, it's a long, it's a long movie, but um, I'd recommend it as a Discord watch. I think it'd be fun. 
Is it a Discord watch? I felt like it was... <laughs> I mean, uh, it'd definitely be better as a... I mean, I watched it in theaters, you know, obviously nobody talking. It would be better as a a, a lone watch, but... Uh, yeah, when I want to watch a movie like this, I want to be like... I think it's good enough to watch. I want to feel though. something. I feel like we would just, we would just be fucking no, clowning on the movie. I don't think this is... I don't know what you're expecting. I don't think this is a feel-something movie, but... Isn't it not heavy see. themes? Like, very heavy themes in this movie? Yeah, yes it's and like no. I don't know. Heavy, perhaps, child, perhaps heavy themes childhood in a not, trauma and heavy themes in a completely absurdist and like insane way to the point where I wouldn't worry about us like I know what you mean. Sometimes when you watch stuff with people like you don't get the mood or whatever. That's not what I would worry about. I worry about the the insane things happening in the movie. I would think we would be riffing and laughing perhaps too much to to, to, catch, uh, to catch the subtleties that are also going on during those moments. I still think it would be a good watch, though. So. Dude, fuck it. Let's ruin this fucking... I bet this guy... Remember, like, David Lynch said he, something about, like... No, it's not... No, it's, you watch it's movies funny. on your phone. It's, let's it's the complete <laughs> opposite, right? Like, we watched fucking... Uh, uh, what was that David Lynch movie? Fire Walk With Me? Yeah. Like, that's not a movie you watch with people. <laughs> Absolutely you guys not. Like, oh, let's do it, like, two or three times. Let's keep watching it. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no. If you can watch that one with people, you can watch this one. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, uh, so we'll go to Vito. Vito Vito's been. Oh, we got good vibes right now. He's telling you. We're vibing no. right now. Oh, all right, no. I'll, I'll go to. You know what? I'm gonna throw a weird one in. Okay. Right. Um, I'm gonna throw in because kind of on the sub we talked about hereditary and horror movies. I'm throwing in when evil lurks. We oh, okay. group watched it. Uh, it was that Argentinian horror movie on Shutter. Um, I feel crazy because I was like the only one to vibe with this movie the way that I did, but I genuinely thought this was one of the best horror movies I ever saw. And I, I, I know that you guys are probably thinking like, what the I fuck are you talking about? I just thought it was so, well, I, I, liked it. I, I thought it was so well done. Um, I was hooked the entire time and had a, it a, a great plot with like lore that you kind of like had to figure out via context clues that this this world that is like ours but different and has rules um and the 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 horror scenes were shocking and the effects were visceral i thought it was fucking awesome and um it stuck with me i i i think that movie was great so that that's my that's one of my five I'm gonna have to watch that again at some point we group watched it and I, I know people were, I know people were distracted and I know I was like glued. I think I even like lowered the volume on discord a little <laughs> bit and I had the lights off and Bumblebee? I was just like focused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I, wa- yeah, I, I did not no, intend awesome, to watch movies. This was just a movie that I, I, you know, pressed play with everyone else, but I didn't think I was going to watch it. I kept looking over, dude. And it was the most insane, boring <laughs> shit I've ever seen. Oh my god! But like, like you said, though, I, I was not, I was not paying attention. At all. I would look over, and they'd be like, "I don't even want to spoil anything in case people want to watch it. I don't know what to say and what not to." They having a conversation, and I'd be like, "That don't make no sense." And I just turn back to my <laughs> that computer. Don't no, that don't make no damn sense. I love when that happens, it? though. When like you're not expecting anything, and then something just comes and blows you away. Definitely. I mean, I That's thought awesome. it, it had some extremely shocking 
scenes in a good oh, yeah. way. I mean, horror, I think horror should push boundaries. I thought this one absolutely did. It reminded me of how I felt after I saw Hereditary, which I feel bad making that comparison. Hereditary is definitely a better movie in many regards, but this one's not that far off. IMO. Uh, when Wayward. evil lurks. Which is funny because we watched that uh, that that director, the Argentinian director. He did another movie that we group watched. Do you remember the name of it, Flask? Um, it's a Shutter exclusive as well. Oh, oh, oh! Um, te- terrified. Terrifier. Um, Terrifier. No, <laughs> cannot Terrifier. Terrifier. I think it's called Terra Terra. I think it was called Terrified in okay. Argentinian. I wasn't there uh, for that, that. I think that's why I don't know. And that movie was, it was also uh, boring as shit. Atorado? That's what it's called. Atorado <laughs> was terrible. That movie's fucking sucked. I thought that that's this the one you were talking awesome. about this whole time. I'm not going to lie. No, no, no. When Evil Lurks. This is the movie where, um, like, possession exists as a thing in the world. And there's the government, like, oversees cleaners that they send out to come. To, like, possession works as, like, a disease, like a pandemic. Um, hmm. that was like the basis of the movie. It was cool. Anyway, I passed the, the rock to Greg. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm not ready for this. What's your next up, Greg? <laughs> well, he just dropped a rock on you. Hopefully you're not uh, So my next up, I actually made a difficult choice here. I, I had a choice between the two games. Two Yakuza games released this year. Like a Dragon Gaiden and Like a Dragon Ishin. You Ishin so I me? picked one of them. I went with I went with Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Wow, Sophie's choice. Yup, yup. I know. Crazy everybody. Crazy. Uh that's the one I, it's a uh, basically a continuation of Kiryu's story right after six. I uh, can't recommend it enough. I, I I can't talk about Yakuza games enough. They're really good games. And uh Okay. We were blessed with two really good ones this year, but uh Gaiden was really, really good. I don't find that choice too surprising because, like, Gaiden, the man who forgot his name or whatever, is a more traditional one, right? Whereas Ishin is period, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ishin's like a samurai based one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then I'm going to throw the ball to uh, Flask. Fast. All right. All right. Incredible. My next speed is actually a YouTube channel. Believe it or not, called Bobby Fingers. Have any of you guys seen any of these guys' videos? I'm no. not. So check him out when you have some time. They're they're not insignificant videos in terms of length, but they are so worth it. Just sit down, let it wash over you. Um, I wouldn't like. It's hard to even put this into the same category as a lot of other content on YouTube on that platform because like. I feel like that woefully undersells what this is. It's like art. Uh, Bobby Fingers. uh, Only a few videos on the channel so far. And once you see the effort put into them, you'll understand why. He makes... Why did he do this? He makes elaborately detailed dioramas (laughs) of embarrassing moments in celebrities' lives. Like if for he instance, made one of drunk Mel Gibson, what the getting fuck? arrested, yeah, or uh, <laughs> the anecdote of Steven Seagal getting put into a chokehold by Gene LaBelle. There's one for that. Um, 
he creates everything from scratch, including all the sculpting and everything. He details the process very thoroughly. Uh, but the process he depicts and the tangents that he goes on veer wildly. And oftentimes they're hilarious. Um, there's some, these videos are some of the most glorious shit posts I've ever seen. It's art. And he narrates it with, uh, basically an ASMR voice. So it's like, um, it's like the, it's like the, the British Bob Ross of shit posts. Okay. <laughs> Highly recommend. You would cool. be hard pressed to find a weirder channel with more production value than this one. I like it. Yeah. Nice. Good recommend. Um, and because you said that, Andy, I'm actually going to pass it on to John. All right. Okay. Well, I think this will be my last up. Uh, it's another game, game that's in early access, so it's still still piecing together. But I enjoy the premise so much, and I enjoyed what I played so much. I'm I'm just waiting for more. Uh, Shadows of Doubt. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Yes. Cool. The uh, procedurally generated detective game, detective slash like sim game. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I just I I really dig it. It's it's the uh, it's pretty cool. It's 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 a it's a unique like kind of niche genre that you I mean there's not uh, that I know uh, any games of. Um, yeah, we don't get too many simulations of that scope and complexity. Yeah, and I, mean, I understand it, why because I mean, it's hard. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot. I mean, yeah, I'm thinking of you know you can you know sit the steady to like kind of random generate and. Yeah, I mean, there's just tons of things going on, uh, you know, and, and even, you know, it's an early access, so there have been one or two times where, like, I'm like, is this crime even solvable, or did the game, like, fuck up or something, and, uh, I think every time, if I've just sat there long enough, I, I actually was able to solve it, so. You could have yeah. solved it, yeah. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, so far, the game had, I mean, I've had some few, like, you know, kind of weird graphical bugs, or, like, NPCs kind of running in circles, you know, you get that stuff, but far as you know like it generating like clues and pieces and stuff like that it's all worked um they, they i think their latest update they just added not steam workshop but just some sort of very basic mod work tools um so i'm excited to see how that goes and then about i think they're about halfway through there um like 1.0 kind of roadmap Cool. This is on my wish list. Um, I think I was just waiting. This seems really cool, but I think I was waiting because, like you said, it's an early access, and I felt like I s heard people saying it's it, it, it could use some more time. Yeah, I mean, I think with there is great, but yeah, I mean, certainly, you know, it could it could use a little bit more. Good pick. Doubt. Yeah. Good pick. Oh, uh, who does anybody have all their five, or am I, I can pick anybody? You can pick anybody. I've got two. I picked you over Andy as a as joke. Well. I'm gonna pick Greg again. Yes, yeah, me see. again. You're a fool, John, because now I'm gonna talk about anime. Oh, oh, dude, we should talk about One Piece though. Why did you do oh. this? I want to change uh, my uh, one of my ups. I don't care which one. Delete it. I want to change it to One Piece. I, John. So <laughs> no, just a quick thing to that. No secret six ups. I here. almost made one of my ups, One Piece Odyssey. You may, 
Oh, the, the, uh, the One Piece, Piece game. Did yeah, you I like that? True. Enough? Wow. I like that. Yeah, that game was cool. Um, but the anime I picked is uh, Hell's Paradise, which is a, uh, a ni- about a ninja who is sentenced to death, uh, but he basically cannot be killed. Like every time they try to execute him, it just fucking doesn't work. So they take him and a bunch of other criminals and they tell them to go. Uh, if they want to be free, they are going to be sent to this island uh, called uh, Shinsekyo where they're going to have to find a ma- mythical elixir that basically makes you live forever. And uh, once you come back with that, you get a pardon. Uh, but they they basically only a few people can go there in the beginning. And everybody just starts killing each other and going crazy. It is the crazy. It's so bananas, dude. Crazy anime. Highly recommend. Some awesome fights. And uh, really cool characters. Cool. And this is... And, uh, um, Andy, I'm going to throw the ball to you. I've never heard of this, oh, wait. but... Class, so, sorry, let me, I just... Uh, like, what, 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 um, yep. This is, like, the first season aired this year, and it's not over yet? Yes. No, it is not over yet. They, okay, I'm pretty okay. sure there's a second season. They uh, just had the, the first season, I think... Uh, damn, I don't remember. I, th- I think it was early in the year. Like, pretty early on. Okay. It sounds cool. I never heard of it. I recommend it, Flash, and you know I recommend. I wouldn't recommend anime to people. Oh no! Cool, Hell's Paradise. Uh, Andy, you're uh, up. Man. Okay, my next up is Barrow Trauma. Damn! One update this year. This was one of my be my honorable mentions because I thought it wasn't a timely enough release to include. No, it came out 1.0 came, oh, out, this came year. out this we, year. And it was early access beforehand. Uh, we, we sure got our hell, the legs out of it. Personally, I mean, we played all, all the way through. Did a full campaign. Uh, was sick. Did the whole thing with the crew. Um, I got even got my fingers wet and spent like, I don't know, 10, 20 hours. Oh, hell yeah, you editing did. Editing subs. Uh, make, making a perfect sub for my boys. Yeah. Um, felt great spending all that time and then us running like a 60 hour campaign in that sub I made that, that was a lot of fun I like you got um, your fingers wet a lot of great memories <laughs> oh we got everything yeah, everything right. got wet oh, I'm glad uh, this was on your list honorable mention to Dustin the yeah. captain uh, captain the, fame the captain. captain um and Alex our medic who was I think there pretty much the whole time too mm-hmm. I mean uh everybody participated Greg and Vito you guys were there yeah, the time as well. I wish I was there for the end. Uh, I'm bummed I missed that. Man, uh, I, I, yeah, this was this was an honorable mention, but because I I missed that the 1.0. I, I guess I just thought like we just picked this year to play the game finally and finally progress and beat the game because we had played this game a bunch. We just never really got that far, and this was one of the best gaming times of the year for me. It was awesome. Um, at, I had a great time with Barrow Trauma. And yeah, it was so fucking cool. You really made it uh, really fun for everybody by working on the ship, customizing the ships, and taking our input, and building a better sub. And we made it all the way to the end via teamwork and... Uh, friendship. It was, it was And friendship. And it was fucking awesome. For sure. Barrow Trauma, great game. High recommend. I'm gonna underhand toss the ball like a girl to Vito. 
I, I, and even so, I, I fumbled it. Still fumbled it. Oh my Jeez, god. Um, I'm gonna say a real cliche one, but uh, I'm gonna go with Last of Us HBO show. Um, and not 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 just because it was just a great uh video game adaptation, um, and a good show, but it's really cool. Like we have like you know a niche hobby. Um, not that last of us is like a niche game, but like, you know, it, it's cool to be able to share this shit with like normie sometimes, especially with like friends of mine that don't play games at all. Um, and then when they get into this stuff, it's cool. Cause I, I last of us is one of my favorite video game narratives. And, um, yeah, it was just nice to share that with people that aren't, aren't gamers. I even had, uh, with a large group of friends, like 12 people we had a finale watch party um nice. and t- two of us were gamers that had played the game that's it and everyone else was so into it we had cordyceps themed uh cocktails and food and yeah it was like a whole event so it does feel like the first sort of big crossover tv show since game of thrones doesn't it like it has that appeal you can have those yeah. watch parties and have themes and everyone can enjoy it, whether they're exactly where the yeah, people who exactly the people who've experienced the source material and people who haven't are like, they're enjoying the show together a hundred percent. And, and yes, it was, it was a very well done, extremely well done adaptation, probably the best video game adaptation ever. Um, not that there have been any good ones, but <laughs> It's way it's, up there. You know, it's 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 impressive. So, um, I'll pass the rock to John. Do you have anything? John, I already did have my five. Anything. John's full up. Yeah, I've also lost track of <laughs> how many everyone. I'm fired <laughs> up. We'll make up. Pick another one. Uh, I don't know who's uh, Andy. I could. I throw it. I throw it to Andy. You want me to pick another one? All right. Yeah, I can do my last one. Uh, my last one is going to be Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty. That's the DLC adventure. Yeah, so I'm, I am I really enjoy the DLC, but I'm kind of using it as a catch-all. The 2.0 update, I think, really does make Cyberpunk worth playing again. Um, you know, we've, we've traded a lot of words about how deserving it is of award, awards like best ongoing game. I'm definitely not saying that, but... <clears throat> For making that game really good, uh, I, I think 2.0 and Phantom Liberty deserve it. Plus, Cyberpunk has occupied a space in my brain for months now, partially as a result of it, this of how good this was, but you know, not completely. But it's also just kind of um, nice when you get to have that sort of like multiple things in your life with different mediums are sort of coinciding and making you hyped yeah, for a certain for sure. style. For sure. So I do think uh, Cyberpunk's worth playing if you haven't played it yet. I think the Fan of Liberty is worth picking up for sure. Um, yeah, there you go. That's my last up. Uh, I'll pass the ball to Flask. I think he's still got some gifts. I got a couple. Uh, I once again come to you extolling the manga Dungeon Meshi, a.k.a. Delicious in Dungeon. And uh, I've talked about this before, but I am counting it because it ended Anime this year. Anime starts the manga. Uh, 
Anime starts uh, next uh, next month. Is it is it January? I knew it started early next yep. year. Is it just January. January? Wow. Yeah, anime adaptation from Studio Trigger. Uh, I'm pumped for that. Uh, as a reminder, it is a dungeon crawling adventure about a party who have to descend deep into the dungeon to save one of their own. But they're low on cash for supplies, so they decide to go the unconventional route of killing, cooking, and eating dungeon monsters on the way down, which people don't normally do in this world. So part action-adventure romp, part uh, slice-of-life cooking saga with like active fantasy research because they're having to do research on the things they're they're cooking and uh the story also evolves as it goes along it's got a overarching plot that's cool good foreshadowing uh good buildup of the those overarching events and uh yeah after it had ended and i caught up with it i think i came to the conclusion that it's one of my favorite manga of all time it's like top five material for me that's pretty cool okay it's pretty good nice. uh, oh, I, I like i like conclusions like that yeah that's cool i'll probably reread it again like every now and then for that's a good feeling the rest of my life so because it's got all of the the wow. factors it's like cozy it's cool creepy chaotic sometimes comedic definitely a lot of the comedy all the all, all the, the factors. okay uh dungeon meshy Del- delicious in dungeon. dungeon if you're not a manga reader the anime is coming out studio trigger it's gonna be cool okay okay um who else hasn't me and exhausted? john are out okay you and john out. Are i have out. one more okay greg i'll pass okay. it to you and then you can pass it back to me all right thank you uh my last one up is uh the season two of the ancient magus's bride oh boy it's an anime uh very cr- it's a uh I recommend this mainly to Flask. I I think Flask would really like this. It's uh I believe the first season came out in like 2017 and so it's been a while. Wow. Uh, so, really okay. good. Very, very good anime. It uh, actually is on it's my about list. A girl, it's about a girl who uh gets uh who's basically sold for like five million dollars to this like random uh like monster dude and uh Basically, there's all this shit starts going down. Oh, like you basically find out like all about like the magical world, all these rituals they have to go through to like uh, do these things. And uh, the second season is basically about them going to a magic academy where like uh, uh, sorcerers uh, like study, and so they're learning like how they do all their things, and it's pretty cool. I do like a magic academy. Now yeah, I recommend it. I think you'll like it a lot, Flask. Is is romance like one of the genres, subgenres that this is this contains? Yes, but it's not like it's not like uh, you know, anime. Not the focus. Uh, okay. Yeah, that I mean that is the focus because like they are uh heck they are married, but it's more like it's more like deeper than that. Okay. Like it's uh it's got a lot of uh like themes to to that go with that. Okay, and I don't ask that disparagingly. I actually like romance as a, a factor in stories. Oftentimes, a lot of drama, a lot of drama. Flash. Okay, it is pretty. It's it's pretty romance heavy. Uh, I will say in in a lot of parts. But yeah, I could deal with that. Like, I like it. Yeah. 
But also you get the, uh, the dark stuff, the supernatural stuff. Yeah, there's some there's some pretty Fancy. crazy dark stuff in that that I really do like. Uh and that's that's it, right? Now we're down to down. We're on to downs. I have one left. Oh, you do have one okay, left. What's your All last right. one? Yeah. Whoa, flat. Um I got into listening to more um prog music of different prog? sorts this year. Yeah, prog progressive music? music. Oh. Progressive. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, um, just I just didn't figure you for listening to prog stuff. I had never really been into it in, in uh, most of my life, but then just just this year, I've been like genuinely paying attention to it more, listening to it more. I've always liked progression in music, but this is the first year I've really gone into prog as a genre. Um, and one of the artists that I picked through more was Stephen Wilson of uh, Por- Porcupine Tree, but also he has a Oh, okay. solo career um per the rules of five up one down i am not allowed of course to recommend his 2015 album hand cannot erase which became one of my favorite albums ever this year when i first listened to it uh but that's not valid so instead i will shout out his album from this year the harmony codex which I would say didn't hit me quite as hard as Hand Cannot Erase did, but I can honestly say that I really enjoyed the Harmony Codex as well. Uh, I wrote down some words, like some keywords while listening. Brittle, rough, striking in its texture, like finding beauty in a dystopia. That's what I thought about the Harmony Codex, apparently, while (laughs) while listening to it. And... um, I don't, I don't I don't write notes for all the things I listen to. I just um I don't but believe you. I don't. Uh yeah, Stephen Wilson, his production is always so well balanced, so full and clean. I find it really like skillful. I appreciate it on a skill level, but also the music he makes really uh can affect me. So um I'm just gonna say those cool. two albums, but definitely he he released one this year that was really good. Okay, I, I appreciate the sneak in, but uh, I'll allow it. And that does it. That <clears throat> exhausts us of our ups, right? Okay. Nice. Yeah, I think so. Okay, uh, well, let's move on to honorable mentions. Uh, well, mentions. Well, let's move on to honorable mentions first. Okay. Uh, these are things that didn't quite hit our list uh, for reasons maybe they didn't fall into it, maybe they weren't quite valid. Uh, we'll just go this person by person. I'll go first. Um, I've got two things. First off, on cinema at the cinema, yeah, me which too. I think would have been, which totally would have been on the list and it would have been valid because of the live event earlier this year. There's just, you know, that happened pretty early on in the year, and you know, maybe 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 memory just fades, but like there's just a lot of other things this year. Yeah, but totally recommend on cinema at the cinema starting up again next week. Excited to see what they do. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome going through and watching through this fucking obscure ass series with you. But it, it, it that it sticks with me. Yeah, and, for sure. and did we not also do Twin Peaks this year, or was that like more last? Uh, year? We did that last year, I think, or like maybe we finished it this year. We did. We started David Lynch movies earlier this year, which I almost included on the list, but I feel like we're still early on in our journey through that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Good honorable mention. My other honorable mention, my last one, would be uh, just a general honorable mention for tabletop gaming, which is taking a big 
spot in my life this year. John, Greg, we finished a 15-month D&D 5e campaign earlier this year. Oh, yeah, we did, we, we did. Uh, yeah. I've, I'm playing currently in a weekly Lancer game. I'm oh, currently that's running... Going for. That's been going since August or September. Or maybe even a little bit... Maybe the summer? It's been going on a little while now. Something like 15 to 20 sessions. That's max. Uh, I ran Soth over the summer with uh, several of you guys. Soth summer. Oh, yep, 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 yep. I'm currently running a weekly cyberpunk game. It's uh, been a lot of fun. It has uh, John and Greg and Flask as an assistant DM. <laughs> so yeah, tabletop gaming. Great, great time to get in, into the hobby. Uh, I've started spending money on it. I've spent maybe like $150 on it, all said, between like uh, Foundry, Dungeon Draft, and some assets I've purchased. Um, it, it starts becoming a, a hole to get into, but I'm enjoying it. I a lot of fun. An imagination it's, hole, though. It's yeah. never ending. As long as people are having cool fun playing hole, the games I'm playing. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, pass the ball over to John. All right. Um, I think I'll just have one honorary mention I had in my list here. Another not game, some media property. And um, it's actually it's a little bit of a bittersweet one because it was also canceled uh, this season. Uh, the show Winning Times. I don't know if anyone has seen that. I heard about uh, that, but I don't know. Story of the Lakers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed season one. Yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't even know about the show until season two was, I mean, like 90% on the end, like an episode or two left. And uh, I was just going through HBO Max, you know, one day, and it was on there. And I watched the first season pretty much in one go. Yeah, I thought it was absolutely great. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed season two. It's just like a bummer that uh, the show was canceled. I didn't even know there was a season two. Did they, did they finish season two? They They did finish season two, but, you know, this is... Supposed to be the you know the Damn. story of the Lakers you know kind of the life and career of Magic Johnson and you know they're two seasons in I guess for the show crazy. maybe it's like three seasons you know basketball wise so obviously they have much 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 more story to tell. Uh, the first thing I remember is like the first thing I think of I mean is uh, John C. Riley this interview he gave where he talked about how a couple of years had gone by where he wasn't getting phone calls and he thought his career was just dried up and then winning time came around and it was like a big big for him yeah i mean he so, does damn, that kind of sucks he's he's absolutely great in the role he plays i i his background stuff doesn't really matter but what i understand um what is adam mckay who who wrote and directed this yeah he um he you know he's done a lot of movies with uh, uh will ferrell before and, and will ferrell wanted the the role i forget his name the role that john c Riley has uh and he ended up giving it to John C. Riley, and I guess they're no longer friends anymore. Like they don't they don't work on stuff together. That's what I heard. Yeah. But uh, I, honestly, I, Will Ferrell's fucking an idiot because I'm no total hate on him, but like he's not as good an actor as John C. Riley. I I I mean, and I don't know what and, movie. And you, also, like, what he, best he, movie you could compare he, him to John C. Riley, but I feel like he would get blown out the water. He did a lot of funny stuff, oh, yeah. funny well, guy, but like, well, come on. And also, Will Ferrell like has so much higher profile than John C. Riley. It's it's almost like come on like let let John get get take the role don't get butthurt about it like 
you're already like probably one more attack order of magnitude more rich and famous than John C. Riley is. Yeah. Sure, but I feel like that I don't know, man. I feel like that, that tide is turning. It's like obviously Will Ferrell is the big a big name. Like if you if you really stack up the movies they've done together, John C. Riley's done some some real fucking big gangs in New York. I like John C. Riley oh, yeah. more. He's don't got a lot of serious roles too. Exactly. Does he's got yeah. tons of roles? I, I mean, he is clearly I like him the better actor. For sure, and I think I like that as time goes on, he will be also be the bigger one. All right, cool. Winning time. I think I actually maybe maybe I'm just making this up. I'm pretty sure that show appeared on my list last year or the year before. I I wouldn't be surprised because it was it was great. I like the Sisters Brothers. That was a good movie with him. I didn't see that one. It's Cowboys, check it out. I like Cowboys. Uh, we got past somebody. Let's go to Vito. Let's see what Vito's doing. What Vito's uh, thinking? Man, I had uh, I had Biotrauma on there. That was a big one on cinema and um, uh. Playing games with my girlfriend made possible through the Steam Deck has been awesome. Nice. Uh, we, we yeah, go on. Awesome. And remember, I'm you know trying to get my not, not trying to get my girlfriend into games. She's into games. She just doesn't have a background in gaming, so she you know has trouble with with like anybody would with the mechanics of operating a controller and all of that. Um, but we've really got her in the games we this year we played um strange horticulture which was awesome great game did not come out this year so you know it's not on my list but a fun fun little game um dwarf romantic is like a puzzling puzzle game um dave the diver that she's addicted to right now um and um the golden idol came out uh, October of last year, and I hadn't played it until January of this year. That game, if I had played that last year, would have been easily one of my nominees for Game of the Year. I mean, God of War came out also, and then the DLCs Elden did Ring. come out this year, so you could have like the <laughs> DLCs did come out. The DLCs did come out this year, but I wasn't a fan of the Spider of Lanka. I think was okay. the first DLC, and then the second DLC I've yet to play, but I am going to play it. Uh, but the Golden Idol was truly one of one of my favorite games of all time. It was really, really great. The the base game. Um, so that that's also an honorable mention there. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd say those those are all my honorable mentions. We're getting a sequel. It's a very solid list. Who should go next, Vito? Oh, uh, sorry, uh, Gregums. Hello, uh, my honorable mentions. I'm going to go through them just real quick. Uh, you got One Piece Odyssey, you got uh, you got Dead Space, you got Like a Dragon Ishin. those were pretty dang solid. Uh, you got Resident Evil Four. Uh, I'm trying to remember some other games. That's funny. Of my I, I was wondering if Resident Evil Four was going to come in in any form in this for anybody. I have it in yeah, my I mentions. I mean, along you know, Dead Space remake. If it was two, if it was a couple of years ago, I'd be like, yeah, definitely recommend Resident Evil Four, but. Everyone's already played it, dude. Just a remake. <laughs> yeah, like that's how I, I I spent fifty hours on it, which is a lot for me, and I loved it. It was great. Yeah, I, but at the I end of the they, day, what do I say about it? I mean, yeah, it's what what do you I, expect? I mean, uh, it's a remake exactly. of a. If you want to have a game. conversation about Resident Evil Four, you got to talk to like the twelve year old May or like thirteen. I think in a different year, we might be talking about it differently. You know what I mean? Sure, that too. Right. 
Uh, one that I'm surprised John didn't talk about. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah. Good and, good and fun. That, I was, mention, sure. that, was a, that was a solid game. Um, yeah. And uh, another one, Party Animal. That's, yeah. I yeah, that's, that's a good it. honorable mention. I've actually played a lot of Party Animals, and it's a very solid game. And um, that's that's it. I think for all all games for the year. Oh, actually, no, uh, Armored Core Six. That also, that's it. Right. I forgot about that. Armored Core Six is pretty damn cool. Okay. Cool. And uh, pass the ball to Flask. I think it's just me. <laughs> um. Yeah, I didn't mention any like games in my main list, and I, I still won't. Uh, a few movies that were honorable mentions. Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, I think was like one of the most unexpectedly fun movies, movies. I've ever seen. Yeah, um, there was a, uh, a movie that came out. It's like a little documentary called It's Quieter in the Twilight, which is about like the last small little group of... Um, people of scientists whatever um holding out uh in just some little office they they are the last people on earth keeping track of the voyager probes out in space and it's it's like this very contemplative little documentary that is nonetheless super grounded because it's so simplistic like we're just seeing a little bit into their lives uh and I, cool. I recommend it to anyone cool. who likes space stuff at all you know like who wants to know like what so yeah, yeah who keeps track of that these days it's been decades is that the organization SETI um I forget if it's S-E- like S-E-T-I well I mean because they have a presence like elsewhere I, for, I think it's separate because they, these people are specifically here for the Voyagers mm, okay um sure. or or maybe they're connected I, I forget honestly it's been a while since I saw the movie uh but yeah check it out and also, you say the cool. name again? it's quieter in the twilight. Um, and then also, uh, more recently, the holdovers with um, holdovers. with uh, Paul Giamatti. Uh, it's an Alexander Payne movie. He did like Sideways and I don't know about Schmidt or whatever. But the holdovers, I I, I rather liked. Uh, pretty. Okay. Um. Kind of, kind of cozy, kind of, kind of funny, um, little like period piece set in the seventies. Um, basically, just like a, a young guy and his curmudgeonly teacher hold over, and, and the lunch lady hold over in a uh, boarding school over uh, Christmas break, and they don't like each other, and then they learn to like each other. It's not, you know, it's not anything crazy, but. Um, it's very old school kind of in all its respects and it's uh yeah it's it's not anything special but it's it's pretty good and even like the film like it's shot on digital but they make it look all period appropriate filmic and everything yeah uh i think that's it for my honorable mentions but um, okay hey everybody some downs trying to turn down the, the 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 vibe a little bit we're gonna get into our downs uh, so, you know, it's always worth saying, sometimes for our group, the downs are the hardest to do because a lot of us have busy lives. We pick the content we want to experience. We curate it. Yes. You know what I mean? 
we 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 don't intentionally seek content that we know is bad. Um. So, with all that said in mind, who would like to give their first? I would because I think it's gonna be hot. <laughs> okay. In what way? My one down is Starfield. Okay. That's not hot. That was my down too. I th- yeah, I think you oh, were good. <laughs> my, 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 my one down is also Starfield. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh man! Wow! Dang! Has this right, ever happened that before? Hot, so many uh, similar downs. So many same downs. Um, look. I was thinking, I just, I was thinking back on it, and like, I like, I, it was all right. It was an okay game, but you know, it's kind of like feels like really outdated. Like thinking about about it, like I wasn't really like nothing was like blew me away like the other like a game like you know recent Bethesda games have or like previous. I Bethesda think games I think that that says it in a very similar way. I was pointing to exactly that it's. The game was fine. The twenty hours or so I spent in it, I enjoyed it. But I can't think of a single thing about that game that leads me to recommend it to somebody. Like, like a friend of mine comes up and they're like, "I really need a game to play," and I can't think of what combination of games they they say they would they like that would lead to think that Starfield is the best game for you. You know, mm-hmm. like. I, I think it's, uh, there's other better space games out there. It's like a mediocre, decent game. Yeah, it suffers I, uh, in the context I, of its contemporaries. If you if if I could be honest with Bethesda games, every every game they've released has gone has gotten lower and lower in quality, and I feel like uh, you know I I saw a, t- a post on Twitter. I'm probably gonna like say it wrong, but. Uh, you know the old the old Bethesda games. They like put a spell on you where they were these crazy whimsical worlds, and Starfield was the game that shattered that spell. And you saw the game as like, all right, what's what uh what's new? Man, I've been fucking hating on Bethesda games since Skyrim. I did not like Skyrim like at all. Uh, well, well, hang on, John. You you spent the most time with Starfield, and you also put on your down. Do you have any words you want to share about it? Yeah, I mean, you guys summed it up mostly. I, I enjoyed the game. I thought it was fine. But, you know, with such a huge weight in between, you know, Fallout 4 and this, uh, I just think that the expectations were were much higher uh, than, than what was what was given to us. Um, and they yeah. want... And, you know, and, and this is me with the bias of, you know, loving space games. So I was already going to kind of give it a, you know, a... a thumbs up or whatever but like yeah it was just pretty underwhelming um i mean we just from from many points even you know from the point that like you know when i play fallout 4 which i have a lot of time in i like to play the survival mode um which i know did not come with fallout 4 there was an update later um but whatever that was 10 fucking years ago i expect starfield to come with the survival difficulty Right, you're gonna add all the items in there that you would use for survival difficulty. You're gonna add like, uh, you know, damage effects, but they're just gonna wait for. I think it's like an update coming out at the end of the year. They've hinted that they're gonna add that. It's just like stuff like that. It's just so disappointing. Um, and it's I, kinda, I, I, just, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, it's just an underwhelming game. Just, just not what I. I don't know. Not what you wanted. Not what I wanted. 
And, uh, Agreed. Definitely not what I wanted. Starting to think that I mean, not starting to. It's I think it's I don't know. It's becoming more and more clear that uh, I mean, I I technically just the money they're spending. Yeah, they're like a triple A studio, but I don't know. I I don't think that Starfield was. I did not feel triple A to me. I think they need a whole refresh. You know. It's like they're stuck on a I definitely, I 100% agree games. with you, Flash. They definitely need like a whole ass refresh. They need I think they need yeah, to abandon their, they need to get a new engine. Start fresh with like a whole new end, build a new engine. Go ahead. Stop. Move on. Move on with all your, your stuff. Because I think people could still want the type of games that they're, they could potentially make. You know, this is a world that's not completely done with that. They want yeah, Starfield yeah. to be like their next like big thing, yeah. like they're back for a while, right? They want this like Starfield going. They wanted Starfield to go for like a while. They do, um, and I mean, hopefully that means they'll they'll make it better. But I mean, for what it is now, yeah, I was I was pretty pretty bummed. Could they make it better? Like like oh I mean, obviously they could, but like, you think in the ways that really that matter? No. I mean, I, uh, I think that what, what what if they've already hinted, you know, I, I don't think they've announced everything that's going to be in the update for the, for the next, you know, big update content, you know, I, th- I think it's even going to maybe come with the first DLC, what is it, Shattered Horizons or something. Uh, they've hinted at a new way to move, so it sounds like they're going to add, like, land vehicles for the planets, which should have been in there from the fucking beginning. There's there's no reason why it shouldn't have. Um, and like I said, like, survival mode. And both those things are cool, but they're not going to save that game. Like, the I don't know, the, the story is still not very good and it still has like the whole like, the right. weird Bethesda stuff they've been doing since like fucking right. Skyrim of just awkwardly like posed characters and just not looking natural and stuff and yeah. yeah, I mean that felt like a nitpick when it came out, but like how how and it is kind of a nitpick, but how jarring was it going from like Boulder Skate threes we played like a whole a whole month of that. They're they're Highly detailed cinematography, like choreographed scenes with like high quality cinematography to like Starfield, new product, came out same time as Baldur's Gate 3, doing the exact same fucking face dialogue shit that they've like been doing since Oblivion. It's insane. Absolutely. I mean, if if you really look back at my time, most of the fun I had was just me like. Putting on weird outfits and posting, you know, screenshots for you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was your own fun. You were having your own like the actual gameplay. Didn't uh, like the the sh- the shooting. While it's not like you know, it didn't feel bad. It just feels hollow. Like I go to like a, a dungeon, which you know, it's like a little building on a planet, and it's just like, all right, you got this gun. I got it in the first like ten hours of the game, even maybe sooner than that, and it carried me all the way through to the end of the game. I didn't need to. You know, there was no adapting to different enemies. It was just, it, just shoot them. If you really think about it, and really want to get on a, a tangent about it, it's almost insulting. Just like aspects of the game, that's like the the whole face animation thing and the shooting. It's like it's like exactly what you expect, right? So you figure like they know that's what you expect. So try a little harder, do something better and different. But like. That game hits you in a lot of spaces of, like, you're going in knowing exactly what to expect out of a Bethesda game, and then you getting it, and you're like, wait, seriously? You're not, this is it? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I don't even, 
I, I enjoyed the side quests, I think more, much more than I enjoyed like the main side quests of Fallout 4, but even even now that the the honeymoon period is kind of worn off, there weren't anything to There was no like question that game that I was like, fuck, dude, that was a good one, you know, like, I'm gonna remember that. I just felt like the worst thing about it was that like, all the systems felt like, the, the side quests were good, but like, only... It's like only if you treat it as like an anthology, right? Because like it's not like you're ever gonna look forward to the loop that that side quest gives you. After you do the side quest, it gives you the epic loop. It's not like you're ever gonna look forward to like I don't know, like like I, I guess I had a bad experience because one aspect of the game I was enjoying was dogfighting, and I stumbled into the dogfighting side quest where I got to do a little bit of that over like four or five missions, and I got a cool ship at the end. And then it's like, oh wait, it actually is just the biggest combat for dogfighting in the whole game. So I just unlocked easy mode for the one mechanic of the game I liked. It's like, okay, well, I guess I'm done. No, yeah, I, I agree. Agreed. There, there. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not smart enough to like put together in full words the critical analysis of Starfield, but. There is a complete lack of synergy in the systems, and the lack of effortlessly immersion is like almost just like insulting in the sense that like they just expected people to eat this shit up. And frankly, the, the most surprising thing about it to me is that like people aren't really eating it up, and they're like there is like backlash and like I don't know maybe maybe that'll do something. But that's good. It's good that for their. I mean, I'm sure they still make gangbusters off of it, but you know, this isn't Skyrim. They're going to be able to release this game ten times. Has the dog pile yet resulted in like a negative rating on Steam? Or are they still at mixed? I, I think it did. Right? Yeah, it ended the year with a mostly negative score, I think. Jeez. Um, Looking at the store page right negative. now, recent mostly reviews, negative. it is sitting at a 28%, but then all the reviews at 65%. It's like it's like people had the brand honeymoon phase of giving Bethesda credence for the big Bethesda game, and like were just so built up on the safe hype of that that they were able to like coast through the game and enjoy it for what it is. But like looking back, it's like that was the big game. Yeah, you know, yeah. the one, the yeah. one, the one that doesn't even the one that gets nominated for like one award and doesn't win any. At the game awards. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can you can clearly see it. It it did not. Did not I mean, it was not yet not as big as a, a Fallout or, or Skyrim or nothing. It's, it was a down. Who else has got a I'd down? Like to see, a down. I'd like to see their uh, engage. Last comment. I'd like to see their engagement numbers. They would never share it, but I'd be willing to bet. I'd be willing to bet there are more people playing Skyrim today than there are people playing Starfield. Across all consoles. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, sorry, Vito, or somebody else. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did play Skyrim a little bit. Uh, sorry, fucking Starfield a tiny bit. Um, but, like, I feel like I, I knew this game was going to be shit. So I, I didn't put it as my one down. I, I, had a, I had a really tough time picking a one down for the reasons that you said at the top of the discussion um i'm just I, I i'm just throwing in there system shock 
which I feel bad really? about because it's probably not a bad game, especially if you love System Shock. It's probably a great game. Um, I just I played it for six hours and I was bored to tears. So and I couldn't uh, refund it. <laughs> so I was mad about that. Um, but I feel bad because it's not like I'm disrecommending it. If you might you might nah. love it if if you're a fan of System Shock. If you are looking for just a a new um game to play and don't know anything about System Shock and um then don't don't buy this game because i think it's a nostalgia trip really well and like the one-ups you're not saying that this is your least favorite thing this whole year or the worst thing you experienced or whatever it's just you would disrecommend unrecommended disrecommend right right yeah well this is more personal on unrecommend i don't want to talk shit you know i feel bad because the whoever made this game probably put a lot of work into um newly realizing this old game that people love and they did a good job at it it's just i think that this game can't really stand toe to toe with um what you know this game has created games like prey and bioshock and all that um because it's old that's all it is probably i think, I think that's niche. fair I think I remember when that game came out that it was running head first with into a lot of reviews that were like, this is like a really great presentation of an old game, but it's still like has dated mechanics and stuff nowadays. Yeah. I don't think that this take is, is, is very hot regarding system. Okay, good. I thought I was going to get clowned on. No, so I'm glad. All right. Um, and does anybody, um, uh, flask? I think flask is the last your, one. You're one down. Yeah, um, you know, as I said before, I didn't really include any games on my list, and I still won't. Oh. So my one down is wow. actually the movie uh, Fool's Paradise, which was written by, directed by, and starring Charlie Day. Oh, um, really? Okay. The one where he plays a comedian? Wow, hey, no, man. so um. he plays a mute idiot right. who okay. is yes. sort of like jerked around Hollywood through the ups and downs of a career as an actor and the associated lifestyle. It's more like being there with Peter Sellers, which is a great movie that I'm sure Charlie Day saw before making this movie. And being there is a much better film because Fool's Paradise (laughs) sucks. Uh, It's not good. He directed this. Mm. Not not only acted. He he wrote, directed, and starred in it. Yeah. And got a bunch of his friends to be a part of it as well. Um I watched this earlier in the year. It is bad and also not funny. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I watched this earlier in the year as a uh, a self-imposed like double feature with Blackberry, which starred uh, Glenn Howerton. Which I mean, completely different movies, obviously, apples and oranges. But and that uh, movie is praised. Yeah, what a mismatch of quality that was. I watched Blackberry and then I watched Fool's Paradise, and I was like, oh god. yeah, so like it's trying to, it's trying to be being there but the big difference is Sellers's character in that movie has a personality. Like it's a slow personality. He's he's a slow-witted man, but he talks and it's interesting to see him bounce off people and be like misinterpreted, you know, and jerked around right. a little bit. In Fool's right. Paradise, Charlie Day's character is as I said mute. So he's got literally nothing. He doesn't have an opinion about anything. So he's just like an inert object 
that is completely unfunny, except for like some funny man. He's trying to make faces, but like that's all he's got. Um, so, and and then the movie beyond that, like the writing, just presents a really tired send up of LA culture and like movie culture, and it's just it's very lame, not funny. Mm. Um, at times, like emotionally confusing. Like there's a Ken Jong character who's just his inclusion and the where they go with him is baffling. Um, strange thing for Charlie Day to cut to come out with as his big personal project, and I feel kind of bad for him that this now represents him like his output, right? His work, his yeah. quality level. I mean, I do like him, uh, yeah, but he is kind of one note. And then if this is what he puts out, then yeah, maybe he just doesn't. Maybe he's not ready. He's not right for this this role. Yeah, I feel like the lesson that film other filmmakers are going to take away from this is like we can still cast Charlie and stuff, but never let him do a thing like this again. You know, right, right. Yeah, bummer, bummer, bummer. But so go you, see so Blackberry. You, you, <laughs> you didn't have one game. So I, it's right? funny. My honorable mentions included like RE4 remake, Dead Space remake, Tears of the Kingdom. But it's like I don't have anything to say about that. <laughs> I don't have anything to it say. Was a, a and you could of, uh, I, media. That's why we're the games and, and other media. Yes, podcast. for like I mean, the there were bad media. games also, like Redfall, Payday Three. But again, what There's am I going to say? Million bad games. Uh, yeah, Redfall, Payday Three, Starfield, yeah, Payday 3. Diablo Four. I feel like everyone was like disappointed by that shit. Yeah, that went down. Not, a, not like a train wreck, but um, uh, Dark Tide didn't exactly come out this year, but. It didn't bounce back this year after a late 2022 release. It did bounce back this year, didn't it? It did. It got. It's better. It's good now. Yeah, people were talking about Dark Tide a couple months ago. Okay. I'm not checking it out again. I heard it was pretty good. Dark Tide. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Emma. Yeah, it had like a a kind of off reboot. Uh, okay. Well, hey, that's our list. What's <clears throat> Everybody, one more time, just recite your list all at once. I'll start. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I no, deleted my wait, list. No. I'm not even kidding. Uh, my <laughs> five, five yeah, things. Well, well my, yeah, find it. Are you running out of drive space or something? Why my, would you do that? <laughs> I was just my, keeping track by like deleting uh, it as I uh, said uh, it. No, uh, I'll, I'll figure well, it out. My five up were the Adam Friedland show, Baldur's Gate three. Red Dead Redemption 2 online roleplay servers, Barrow Trauma, Cyberpunk Fan of Liberty, with honorable mentions on cinema at the cinema, and tabletop RPGs, specifically Lancer and Cyberpunk Red, with my one down, Starfield. John? Alright, my five ups were One Piece, One Piece, One Piece, One Piece, One Piece, honorable mention, One Piece, One Piece, and One Piece. That doesn't sound right, but I don't and know enough about podcasts. And my down is it. Starfield. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That, that sounds right. I right, really quick though: Shadows of Doubt, uh, Lethal Company, Baldur's Gate, My Hero Ultimate Rumble, Bo's Afraid, Honorable Mention, Winning Times. You down was Starfield, right? Yeah, down uh, was Starfield. My Five. ups were Hidden Strike, Poker Face. Bobby Fingers, Dungeon Meshi, or Delicious in Dungeon, The Harmony Codex, and my one down was Fool's Paradise, and uh, I mentioned a couple honorable mentions in It's Quieter in the Twilight, 
and the holdovers. Okay. Dungeons Great. and Dragons, I guess. Greg Great. Day. Mike was off, sorry. My ups are Outlast Trials, Alien Dark Descent, Like a Dragon Gaiden, The Man Who Erased His Name, Hell's Paradise, and The Ancient Magus' Bride, Season 2. Uh, my one down was Starfield, and my honorable mentions were One Piece, Dead Space, Resident Evil, and a bunch of other games. Cool. <clears throat> and Vito. Uh, I had uh, The Last of Us HBO show, Baldur's Gate 3, Lethal Company, Barry Season 3, and uh, Where Evil Lurks, the movie on Shudder. And uh, my one down was the System Shock remake. And honorable mentions, Power Trauma on Cinema, Steam Deck Games with the Girlfriend. And that's it. Wow, what a show. Well, what a a year, really. I mean, 2023 was uh, a fantastic year for video games. Um, Eh. I mean, yeah, Flash, you didn't have any video games in your list. My, my, my list was almost entirely video games. Oh, and a year, great year for uh, friend games. Uh, <clears throat> almost everything on my list, or pretty much everything on my list, I enjoyed with friends uh, more than I enjoyed alone. So, um, It's a good year to have friends. If you didn't have friends... <clears throat> oh, boy. Yeah, sorry. God, I wish I had some. Uh, I guess the next podcast thing to look forward to, we still have a stream to plan anniversary stream we're a little bit late on that uh we also i think typically in the first week or two of the year go through the year's releases and talk about our anticipation we could do that will 2024 be as good a year for games i'm thinking hey you know what the fun of this game five up one down is that you can play it at home and if you do happen to play it at home and come up with a list why don't you send them in to us? We'll talk about some of your lists on live on air. Brokencampfire at gmail.com is the best way to get hold of us these days. Uh, yeah, send us a message. Please. I mean, there weren't any good things aside from what we said, but you can Please. try. You can try, yeah. Try, try to beat our lists. Uh, you know, as we're closing out, I'll just I'll just mention, Greg, you went... Hey. Super deep into Tears of the Kingdom on the Game Awards, but mm-hmm. it was not even anywhere on your list. Yup. Oh, you know what? <clears throat> I meant it to was, say. Uh, go ahead, Vito. No, no, you finish your thought. Finish your thought. Sorry. I was. Uh, I was. Uh, yeah, I like. I really love Zelda. I. But I mean, I've talked about that in multiple podcasts. I got to give my. You know. Games that I would recommend to people, like uh, fair enough, yeah. You know, yeah, you, you don't do, need to recommend some to unique, people, some right? unique games, yeah. Right. Where the hell was Dark and Darker on your list? Well, you know, I, I mean, I like Dark and Darker. <clears throat> you love Dark and Darker. You were hooked on Dark and Darker like no other multiplayer game in recent for a a good couple months there, and then we had and and. And then we had that whole experience where I zoned out for we, a second. We had, hit uh, the red button. 
No, no. <laughs> no, we're still we're still on. I heard dark and dark and I just zoned out. I just... <laughs> no, I, I understand. Then we, we downloaded a game I, I, from the fucking uh we torrented like a like an early access game. That shit was crazy. That was a crazy period of the year. The game came out and some changes made it not as good. And recently they've they've bounced back. I don't know. It's not a game I would necessarily recommend to people because of its uh, quasi-legal status. Right, know? right. No, I see that. But as far as like good times myself, this year... I, I had was... friends who were even more rabid on the crack than me who coerced me into buying it. You know what I mean? So right. it's not like... It's not a game that I would, that I would necessarily recommend, I, though I do really enjoy it. Totally. Also, from my perspective... People want to hop on the train. I think it's fun. But the time we had pre-impromptu like release... Was a good time. Though. I mean, you're totally right yeah, that sure. all that crazy stuff happened this year that made it like a, an interesting year for Dark and Dark. It was nuts. For some yeah, reason, it was wild. in my mind, like I think of it as less of a 2023 game and more of like a forever game for me that I'll hopefully I can keep playing for years to come for the rest of my life. You know, yeah. like so it, I didn't even think about it that way. Like Rocket League or something. <laughs> we'll we'll see when it comes out if it ever comes out. You know. Yeah. Then it might show up on my list somewhere. But hey, that, that, that's all we got. Over three hours of content. What what do you got? You know, what other podcasts get to give that to you? None. Uh, enjoy your evening. Game on. Check us out on the YouTube. We'll see you next week. Game on. Good night, everybody. Get your game on. Game on. Play now. Game on. <laughs>